This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we have hit September. It's after Labor Day. No more wearing white for you. I don't know what that means in terms of hockey, but that means the ice is being laid down. So some kind of white. Why does it got to be like that? Anyway, we'll talk about some uh, season ticket stuff, jersey ads, media stuff, and Law Richardson's back. Face Off Hockey Show. Eh, right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. That's right, it's me, Scotty Waz. Todd said so. Must be true. Yep. There's Johnny P. Hi. So yeah, Face Off Hockey Show. Welcome. Uh, Mark with a C will join us, I'm sure, in in the at second hour. At some point. At some point in time. Uh, Law Richard will join us in the second hour, for sure. He's back from hiatus. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. Johnny? It's your last weekend before uh, you have things to do on the weekends, for sure, for sure. What'd you yeah. use it? Yeah, but it, it's only... So I have two games this month. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because they only are home once the whole month. Unless I go to Philly. Which I didn't really plan on. Um, Is that one of the Tuesday, the weird Tuesday night games? No, they're all Friday, Saturday, but they have um, they have four games at the uh, at Blaine. That's right, at Blaine. So that kind of like eats up most of the month, really. Yeah. Um, but I did some things. Went out on uh, Friday, hung out with some friends. Nice. Sunday, I watched uh, uh, All Out. Um, and then saw the fallout of All Out. I was going to say, did which you was see what happened later? <laughs> even more out, I think, is what it actually was. Way out. All, all out, a dark elevation, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, all I know is that Max Caster just tweeted out, uh, look what I have tonight, and it's a microphone. Um, so Somebody put out that Max Caster has been suspended for what he's going to say tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm recording tonight nice. so that I can watch it tomorrow. Oh. But you know the best part is I don't necessarily I think I rec- I think it's like on constant v- VOD for YouTube TV. But like they put enough stuff on their YouTube channel that I'm just like, okay, I caught it. I caught what I needed to catch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was long. It was a long game. I was at the deaths though. Well so, that's nice. So I was hanging out with, with the kids. group. <laughs> yeah, with the two kids. Hanging out with the group. It was a long night though. God, pay per views. Dude, like, they had like 15 fucking matches. I remember when AEW's like first pay-per-views were like, this is huge. We have eight matches. It's going to take three hours. Perfect. Let's go. Trim out the door. In. Let's go. I got home at one of three, I think. Fuck. Luckily, it's Labor Day. You had nothing to do Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. And then Monday, I just went out, uh, hung out with some friends at a Dumb. pool. Ooh. All that jazz and whatnot. And 
Yeah. All in all, my car is in the shop finally. Nice. Uh, so I, I have a Nissan Rogue. Oh, you've gone rogue currently. <laughs> um, car. Oh, that happened like a month ago. My car uh-huh. got hit while it was parked. That's so they, I need an entirely new like bumper, and uh, apparently the like uh, safety bar that's behind the front bumper that's supposed to keep everything together is bent. So that has to be a new safety bar needs to be put in, and like all this stuff. So how hard your car get fucking hit? It wasn't too bad. It was just hit by a truck. Oh, it was kind of like swiped the like front. So. Yeah, I had that with the uh, the plows a couple years back. Wrecked my bumper. Mm. Yeah, so it's taken over a month to get all the parts and whatnot and be able to get my car in there to make it so. Mm. Um, so I have a rental until probably the weekend. I think they told me it's going to take like uh, three days or so mm-hmm. to like fix it. And then, uh, yeah, and put it back together. I mean, we can rebuild it. We can rebuild it. We have the technology. Uh, so yeah, so that was a that was a lot of everything. I did come up with an idea though. Uh oh. With the beginning of defending the den coming out now, now uh, you technically have three podcasts on the podcast monsters, and one other podcast. Yes. But now what we can do is we can brand across genres. So like. If we wanted to do the bowling podcast, we could just call it Defending the Lane. That's and true. then if we want to do like a, if you guys wanted to move the uh, the NASCAR podcast, or if we want to do one for like Xfinity or something, we could call it Defending the Groove. Oh, that's a good one. And we could just come up with like cool things now that we have to defend in every sport. Right. I think we should make that happen. I really like the logo, by the way. The logo is nice. The The logo was done by someone in, uh, in I think it was, Bangladesh. Okay. Uh, thank you, Fiverr.com. Fiverr. Eh, we got people who make stuff cheap. Hey, we can make that. Yeah. All yeah, it's really up. nice. Although oh. the first time you started tweeting, I was like, the hell did the black bear cheat? Oh, right. Right. I got it as close as possible I could. Uh, and I, I didn't use any of their logo uh, iconography, so I'm in the clear. Nice. So, uh, yeah, so that that yeah, I did that this weekend while I was in Omaha. I'm like, I'll get on Fiverr and see what's up. And then, yeah, on the room out the door, under 60 bucks for that whole thing. Nice. So awesome. Um, and then you can use that for the board ad as soon as that occurs in year seven. Yeah. It's what it's funny. I was just thinking that the other day. I'm like, I wonder if, you know, they're probably doing stuff, you know, whatever. I'm over it. Uh, all right. Anything else? There's we- actually a lot of new uh, board ads. Is that well? That's good. Yeah. So there were a bunch of new board ads when I was there for the uh, for the firefighter police night. Sick. So, good. Yeah. I'm glad. Um. All right. So for my for my week. Um. So I went to Omaha. Uh-huh. Oh, Did oh. you call any audibles? Uh. <laughs> to start the trip, yes, I had to stop in a rest stop. <laughs> Because I guess the ice cream I had did not mix with the Chick-fil-A I wanted. Mm. And uh, away we went. <laughs> so like Roy Kent. Yes. <laughs> so had to find the, find the first uh, rest stop uh, in South Dakota to help me out. So 
so there we Sounds go. Sounds like a, a well-used audible, though. Yes, it was good. I hate, I hate, I hate going in public, but sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes you got to race. Sometimes you got to race. Um, so yeah, I went to Omaha, hung out with Jen, got some stuff. So a thrift store find, um, right here. First off, oh, Golden Knights, like they gave this away. It was a giveaway, which I don't know why how it ended up in Omaha. Okay, but it's like the thing they skate through. Okay, and then you flick it on. It's got the red light underneath. Ooh. So. What? Hold on. So how? Yeah. Is this somebody's already given up on the Golden Knights because they didn't make the playoffs one year? I, They're like, I'm getting rid of this. Yeah, because this is it's, it, it's the box. It doesn't have a top to it. <laughs> so four bucks. It's mine. Nice. I, I appreciate that. Um, so there's that. Uh, Jen got me a University of Omaha puck. Ooh, there you go. Got that in the like her greeting, her meeting thing. So. Nice. Got that. Um, I bought I bought some cards. So I bought the entire set of the nineteen. I think this is sixty four. Parkhurst reprints. Okay. I got all of them. Uh, this was reprinted. I don't know when. Uh, and then I got a. I found a phone card, a Radic Bonk phone card <laughs> from Sprint that has not been used yet because still got the pretty scratch. certain. Pretty certain it's expired. Yeah. Yeah. No, it expired. Uh, 1995, is that what that says? 1995. <laughs> so, good old your boy, Reddick Monk. You're going to have to go back in time to use that. Go back in time. Then I was at this card shop, and they had the Series 1 of Leaf Hockey, 1993. Okay. I mean, it's marked well. Yeah, and these cards were... Uh, I love these cards as a kid. Like, these were the expensive cards back in the day. Right. Like, it, it had the... Yep, uh, there's the glossy... Card. Glossy front, and then on the back, um, uh, on the back it had like the the logo, mm. the hologram of the logo, a little sightseeing of the tour because there's Abe Lincoln, he's there. Yeah, those are definitely the expensive ones. For the high ones that I never like, they were two fifty a pack. I'm like, nah, I can't. Was Abe Lincoln the one that touched Mark's butt? Do you remember that when he was having knee issues, and then he was like, I'm healed. What we'll to ask, Mark? We'll have to that, ask. That was a conversation from uh from back in the day. Okay. I think and it that, was Abe Lincoln that healed Mark. Okay. So then I went to Target, and luckily, you know, Target Target's got the the tin. So I got a nice little tin. Nice, nice tin of that. Do um, so I got that hobby box, right? Sure. And I have a ton of season two doubles now, like real yeah. quickly. Yeah. No, that'll do that. Extended series even worse. Uh, just because uh -oh. there weren't like that many cards, not that many updates. Like they're gotcha. like, yeah, they just have they have a limited run on that. Um, so then I also went to Target and bought more cards. Um, yeah, there's like, hold on. <laughs> so hold on. So shut up. So, extended series inside a fat pack. Ooh. Extended series inside a fat pack. Extended series inside, you guessed it, fat pack. Um, four series two fat packs. Oh. Um, running out of room here. Uh, ah, shit. Series two fat packs. Um, uh, ser series two fat pack. Uh, and then uh, Parkhurst fat pack. Oh. 
Little they still have the Series 1 fat packs at Target here. But they had a Series 2 um, Mega Box or something like that. Yeah, it's 10, uh, 11 packs. Yeah, I got one of those today. Nice. So, yeah, I went I went hog wild. And, and that tin that I showed you. But you're doing well on the eBay store. You're doing all right. We'll reveal that when Market's here. But in, in, the, in, the, young, in the tin, uh, I got the cards and I got some, like, fat packs, too. So... <laughs> Like all meshed up in here. No, I do appreciate the tins. Yes. A lot because it's like, hey, we're going to give you a bunch of cards. I mean, technically you're paying for them, obviously, right? But we're also going to give you a container to hold them in. Right. That's thoughtful. It is. It's very thoughtful of I mean, them. These boxes, these boxes can only hold so much. That's and... not going to hold anything. It's very yeah. it's flimsy cardboard. You need that tin, son. A tin, son. Um, and the best part, too, is that you can... God, all these fucking cards. By the way, some of these cards, the card packs, rip open fucking shittily. Uh-huh. Uh, I use I use um scissors. Ah, uh, smart. I ripped them open like a fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep that. And they're like this. The best part about the tins, he yells. So I can put my top loaders on there. So I put all the inserts top loaders. Yeah, that's nice. Then flop them in there like that. So. That's go. smart. That's smart. I, I'm pretty sure I, I might have, need to move my tins around now, make them a little bit more useful. I might have I might have the entire base series of series two now. So that's good. Okay. I mean, I was gonna say that whatever you didn't have, you could also steal from my house. So this is kind of like the top uh, skate, really. Yes. <laughs> Except these are real, and we're actually paying for them. Exactly. This is real. Things are happening. So that was my uh, that was my trip and spent time with Jen too. Uh, Jen actually bought a couple of those boxes for me, so I can't you know uh-huh. say I she's enabling them. your kind of your cardness. I, I enable her with books. She enables me with cards. To... Okay, it's a dual enabling. Exactly, we're both hating each other. It's fine. <laughs> you both need something to do now that neither of you are in the house. Right. Exactly. Oh man. And anywho. That was my week, and then drove back. Oh yeah, so drove back Monday. As I was driving back, freaking, um, get a call from the landlord, and then they called Jen because they couldn't get a hold of me. They're like, "Yeah, no, your hot water heater had a leak, so we're gonna get somebody in Tuesday to do it." I'm like, "God damn it!" So you drove eight hours home and then couldn't shower. Or yeah. I mean, could, but it was like pelting yourself in the face with cold water. Yeah, I'd rather not. So I I worked from home uh, for the first part of Monday or Tuesday while they fixed the water heater and they got that done by noon. So nice up up and out. That's so, pretty good. Yep. And then dealing with Cooper and his sprained knee or sprained ligaments and stuff. Oh, jeez, he keeps hurting himself. He's fucking. He's a mess. He's a disaster. So trying to give him medications is fucking just a joy. But here we are, as a people, back at it. I got a new podcast, Defending the Den. It's on this podcast feed, so I'm sure you've downloaded or seen it. You've probably already heard it. You've probably already heard it. It was 11 minutes. It was worth it. It was worth it. It mm-hmm. was definitely worth it. I like the, uh, I like the concept of the two different podcasts, because now um, you could have 30 minutes in total, but have very specific 15 minutes uh, yeah. to each and- side. And you're not, and I'm not, yeah, you're not doing an hour and some people get slighted because of one thing or another. So, I, I mean, 
are you getting paid for this that we for people to get slighted no but i think at the same time it's one of those deals where it's just like i want to give like free the, oh. yeah, yeah I, I i want to give them a little bit more because they deserve a little more let's be honest here these clubs right. don't get much press that's true so the press we can give them in their own space perfect so we good work all right uh let's get to some now music. here's going to be the best part of the uh of all in this Mm. figuring out which twitter feed you're actually sending tweets from tweet deck is going to be <laughs> very closely looked after <laughs> i will have to make sure because i at right now my tweet deck has um eight accounts linked to it <laughs> personal face off hockey show chesapeake hockey week defending the den in the draft sassy bettman um Giuseppe? Nah, nope. Uh, Soderstrom bubble. And how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. So, two failed podcasts at the end there. That's fine. It's all right. It happens. <laughs> we uh, can see then you could restart that. You could call it defending the mind. There you go. Uh, anywho. I just want to add, I want to have an entire storm of defending podcasts right kind of weird defend this defend that defend all of it anywho let's get to some injury news we have one injury. we have injuries oh, we have hot injury oh yeah who's down and out with some blues maybe some black and bruised it's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Report. Uh, just one point of order. Carey Price was put on the off-season LTIR list, which allowed the Canadians to sign Kirby Dock to his extension today. Mm. Obviously, we knew going into this that uh, Carey Price probably played his last game last season. So um, this is kind of one of those things moving forward that this is, yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get that. You gotta get that cash money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cash money. Hey, yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Why did I get? Why did I drop? Why did I sign the five? Oh yeah, to see who the hell did my did my freaking thing. Anyway, uh, Johnny, we have a Patreon. We do. Patreon, patreon.com dot slash hockey show. That is where it is at with two turntables and a microphone. Um, we, we provide some stuff. We give you a video show, $1, simple as a dollar, cheap mm-hmm. as free. Good to see our shining faces. Yep. That. Plus, I uh, feel like every time I wear this jacket and you should wear a flat cap. So, I think so. okay. You just like a boxing manager? Maybe. Or a trainer? Could be, yeah. Mickey? Yeah, uh, could be. Uh, patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. One dollar gets you the video, five dollars you get to pick a segment, you get the video, and sometimes we drop some extra stuff like uh, old, old, uh, f- old footage not footage. Well, if it's video footage, old audio, and we might be doing some jersey critique, jersey concept critiquing. Who's to say? But when more all- come out, yeah, yeah, patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. I'm sure it'll ramp up with the ver- reverse retros before and after, like mm-hmm. before what they want. After what they could have done better. Yep. 
Oh, it'd be like Sean, Rob, Chris, Trista, Ethan, Mark, Damon, Matthew, Kevin, Jeff, Pat, and Jerome. You can do that too. Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show. All the money goes back into the show. And we had a split decision, Johnny. Okay. Um, and it's good because one of the topics we can talk with Lyle about, and we will, um, the Summit Series 50 years later. Oof. So as we come up, it's the anniversary of the Summit Series, 50 years. So we will talk to Lyle about it because he's the only one of us who was alive during that time. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's facts. Facts. Yeah. Of all of us here, past, present, and future. Facts. He was the only one. Yeah, it's true. Todd Butts comes close, but he's the only one. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we get to something completely different. Johnny, how about those jersey ads? How about them cowboys? All right. Uh, jersey ads are up all up ones. Yeah. At the uh, Greg Wyshynski was there at the rookie upper deck. We're going to take trading card pictures of you combine. Um, and we're going to make you sign shit because okay. you're ours now, you motherfucker. Pretty much. Um, yep. <laughs> Uh, so they were there, and then the Jersey ads were there. They were there, my friend. And uh, let me were see. Were the Capitals the only ones with the Jersey ads, though? No. Uh, the oh, I didn't see the others. The Golden Knights, uh, the Penguins, they all had theirs uh, ready to go. Are the Penguins PPGs blue on their black jersey like the helmet ads were? Because that's pretty dumb looking. Just throwing that out there. I don't know. Love him. Loving him to death. He helped uh, helped uh, propagate a lot of our stuff. Nope, the Wild have, wild have shown off theirs, too. Oh, all right. Let's go. So let's take a look see. Uh, this is all like Jersey talk. Greg Wyshynski, ESPN. Here's the Wilds jersey from Tria Orthopedics. Not bad. I would... Um... So here are two things that I'm going to find annoying with these, by the way. Okay. Um, don't but, care about the ads in any way, shape, or form. I think that they're fine. Yeah. They're not any bigger than adding a letter on the other side of the jerseys. So now it's just more symmetrical. Um, I'm going to need the... If you have a green background on a green jersey, I'm going to need that to be the same color. That's true. That's true. But that could also be the logo of the company, and they don't want it. They want their branding. I mean, it could be, but it looks like it's trying to blend into the jersey, and it's not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is their logo. I have no idea what Tria is. It's an orthopedics. Oh, all right. There's uh, a Venn diagram on it. It's true. not using circles. Hell no. Uh, the next one, uh, there's a goalie. Oh, yeah. Just randomly there. Capitals. Capitals. Here's the uh, Coyotes, the Gila River. All right, that one's not bad. That one look, I like this one because it's not as assuming. Still has the same issue with the color in the in the uh, background, but not as bad. That just looks like it's a patch. Like I would almost it rather be a different color, to be honest. Weirdly enough, here's the brighter. It yeah, could, so that just looks like it's too. a patch. Yeah, so. that's what it. Is. So there's that. 
Uh, I mean, I way. guess that you can really just sew them on, right? And not actually, like, go <laughs> on to each jersey and put in all these logos, so. Here we go. That Pink one's fine. With a nice blue cross, blue shield. That one, the black, actually looks like it's kind shiny of like in. the rest of the jersey, so. Again, could be the lighting of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, that one's not terrible. This one's yellow, very yellow lighting. This one, very bright lighting. Yeah, true. Um... And the caps, Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah. That blends See, in. Yeah, I feel like that red blends in better. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think you could color match that red too. Like the black, like, well, we saw with our car. That's uh, true. Black is pretty black, hard to. Black has, somehow has different, co- uh, different fucking hues. And that actually ended up being a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I'm, this, this definitely looks a lot bigger than I thought. Um, ladies. And the first one does too. Uh, the the penguin the wild one, the the wild. Well, I one guess they big. all have to be the same size, right? And that's well, the no, they, that's, one. that's the max dimensions they have. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. So they they maxed out, and yeah, the the tree of the one, uh, Jesus, the tree of the one. Come on, Greg. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's definitely uh, it's the same size as the cap one, it's just different angle, but yeah. it look giant. Yeah, yeah. But I'm fine with it. I'm fine I don't, with it. I don't. I don't understand. Well, I guess I do understand why people get upset about it because people I think need to complain about things. No, I, well, a little bit. Um, I also think that when I don't know, people get so uppity about the sanctity of the sport, which there's no sanctity in fucking hockey. So. There is none. Yeah. If we haven't learned that over the past two years. Jesus fucking Christ. It's any fucking sport. It's there's no sanctity anymore. Um, but someone brought up a point is just like I have no problem with it, but I, you know, a lot of the I, I don't want to buy a jersey with a corporate logo on it. And I I can understand that, I suppose. Well, I, so you know, I would bet that you can still buy the jersey without the patch. Oh, for sure. I would hope so. And what's the worst thing that happens is you buy last year's jersey. It didn't exactly. have a patch. Right. It's the same jersey. Right. Um, and another person brought up a point, at least when it comes to the Capitals, in terms of um, getting in bed with the fucking uh, like betting companies and that shit. I don't think anyone cares. There's a lot of people that care, actually. I know. Anthony- no, I mean, I don't think anybody cares when it comes to where corporate sponsor money comes from. Oh, uh, some people might. I know Anthony doesn't like it. Our boy Anthony. He doesn't own the Capitals. No, I know. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure Ted Leonsis is like, well, there's already one in the arena, so might as well get as much money from these guys as we can. Yeah. I just hope it doesn't go bad. I, I hope it doesn't boom like the dot-com bubble or boost burst like the dot-com bubble. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. Get the money while the money's good. Yeah, I guess. I mean, how many... How many um, football teams around the world are sponsored by betting companies? Like, I would almost say it's more than 20%. Like, I have a feeling it's a lot. At oh. least in England, it's decent. Yeah. Are you talking foot, like soccer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You said football. I'm just like, well, I'm pretty sure the NFL is sponsored well, by it. So 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the NFL as a whole is sponsored by DraftKings. And that's been sponsored by gambling for decades now. Yeah, true. So, like, and they're not even trying to hide it. No, no, it's very out in the open now. 
Um, uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I feel like, um, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to, I mean, I just say things. So if I piss people off, I piss people off. Um, I think that there are people who just want to complain about things. I'm sure there are. Like, I feel like, I mean, the helmet ads, all hell broke loose because of the helmet ads. Mm -hmm. The helmet ads, the helmet ads, it's going to change everything. No one cares anymore. No. No one notices. Not a single person looks at it and is like, oh, look at the helmet ad. I'm not going to buy a team helmet now. Well, no one buys a team helmet anyway. True, but you could if you <laughs> wanted to. Yeah, you could go in the NHL auction, sure. Or the team sales. Do the Caps have team sales anymore? I have no idea. Okay. I'd have to live near the area, I think. Uh, I don't know. They, social media. Put some shit in there. Um, they should put it up on like an auction site, like Dash. Right. Um. But I don't know. I think it's the newest thing that you can complain about in hockey. So <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But the ads don't look bad. Like they don't look terrible. Like, no. Maybe it's because I, I come from a minor league hockey background ish where, you know, all the teams have to have a fucking sponsor because that's how the team stays afloat. I'm actually <laughs> surprised the Black Bears like don't have a jersey sponsor, you know, like something like a patch or something. Um, you know? But I don't know if any of the teams in the NA do. Yes, they do. Uh, Anchorage does. Minot okay. does. Bismarck does. That's all I Is can think Is theirs friends? Top of my head. Huh? Bismarck's friends? Yeah. Um, Their goal song is just, I will pay me you. <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, that's that in terms of... Uh, Unrelated, I was trying to talk Herb and uh, Jesse into... Um, set in, into getting the team's specialized goal songs this year for each player. Herb's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, by the way, here's the Vegas. The Vegas one looks clean. See, I like that one because that one's a die cut. Yes, it's a die cut. It blends into the jersey. Um, it's got exclusive gray. Exclusive gray, and it looks like the gold is going to be their third or home jersey. Yeah, I, I actually I like that one. That one came out well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anywho, that's where we're at. But yeah, no, I'm su- I am surprised the Black Bears don't to bring in revenue to have sponsors like that. Back in the uh, in the days when the Alaska Aces played in the ECHL, each player had their own personal sponsor. Like you could sponsor a player themselves. Oh wow! I think some junior teams do that too. Where you that had to be massively player. demoralizing for people, right? <laughs> They try to find a like I have a hard enough time when one of the kids jerseys doesn't sell on Dash and I have to put an order <laughs> on it or I have to put a bid on it so that I make sure that every single jersey gets sold. Like, could you imagine the kid that doesn't have a sponsor? Oh, it's like fucking NASCAR. God, face off hockey show is sponsoring a, a kid from the Alaska, Alaska Anchorage team. We've got we've got. Exactly, a Maryland podcast, uh, several Maryland podcasts, same by the same company. Uh, <laughs> we have different logos on each kid. Yeah, exactly. So here is, oh, I fucking found one perfect. So here is one of the jerseys. Uh, 
from the Alaska Aces. Dr. Moore sponsoring this gentleman right here. All right. The good doctor is sponsoring this. I hope he's a dentist. I hope so, too. So. Yeah, like they could have been way worse than what the what the NHL is doing. So. God, well, here. Well, this this is a fucking. So here's what people get pissed off about. It's like you have to put like a patch down here for a, a thing because there's a patch up here for the jersey. Now, I would ask, I would ask the question of when the team gets to the Stanley Cup final, do they no longer wear the patch for their um, for their sponsor and they put the Stanley <laughs> Cup logo patch in that spot? No, or? Here's what's going to happen. They're going to go just like the 100 anniversary jerseys. It's going to go on the sleeve. I bet you. Mm. I bet you. It'll go on the sleeve. Got you. What is going on? I don't know. He's on mute. He's, he's muted himself, mute. but he's not muted. I saw him and he's on mute. His nope. box is mute. His box is muted. What's going on? I don't know. Maybe don't know. I bet Hudson turned it down. <laughs> Hudson doing the podcast. No, they changed my uh, they changed uh, my microphone on me. God damn. <laughs> the Skype or the kids. I'm going to blame the kids. <laughs> Jordy pop one dog. Yeah, sure did. Pop dog. Another one. We're gonna have to superimpose it in later. Yeah. <laughs> superimpose it. We'll take. We'll fix it in post. I, I mean, there was a lot why... of dead space there, so we'll just use one of last. We'll use last week's. <laughs> there you go. Just splice it in. All right, hold on. All right, hold on. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do. It. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Pop dog. Rock with us. <laughs> we'll do a foley thing, and I am gonna do none of that, and it's just gonna sound weird. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mark, we're glad you're here. Yeah, uh, are you really? Yeah, we're okay that you're here. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're talking about jersey ads. Have you seen them? Do you love them? To make them make Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I mean, yeah. I think when they first were announced, I said this, but like uh, John and I watch soccer, English Premier League, MLS, you name it. They, they're big, the logos are bigger than the team crest. So I have no problem with this. And I don't know why people do. I mean, hockey purists who need to buy new uniforms or don't need to buy new. You know, I don't know. I, I don't understand what the what what the big deal is. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the problem is that the money is not going. I mean, the money raised by these ads is not going to reduce season ticket prices. So, like, yeah, the money's going everywhere but the fans, pretty much. Essentially. So I guess that's one one reason to be upset about it. But will the players have to uh, spend less in escrow because of this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's go. It all goes to hockey related revenue. So they they will get more. They will get all their monies. Nice. All right. Which is great. I mean, it doesn't all go to the owners, but none of it will go back to the fans. No, 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 no. Ever. That's silly. (laughs) Dumb bitch. Um. Let's play what did Scotty sell on eBay this week? Ooh. So we got final tallies. But from- I have music for this, I think. I think I have what did Scotty sell on eBay music. Wonderful. <laughs> Getting some kind of hum in my ear. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's me. 
Is that is that the only song the Crash Chest Dummy Dummies had? Can anybody tell me? Feel I'm like sure it. they had others. I will look it up. Any hits though? No. Okay. So I had a uh, I, I, I I selling stuff on eBay. It's on my pin tweet at Scotty Waz on my Twitter. There's still some stuff up there. So I have a uh, 2015 16 upper deck first overall pick, Connor McDavid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Little dealio there. Nice looking card. It's him up on uh, him up on stage. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. <laughs> that song was just called. Mm, mm, yep. Mm, yep. Mm. Yep. Sure was. Yep. <laughs> so the they had only two other songs. Okay. That made their way into the top 30. 100. In the U.S. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. Top 70 in the U.S. So, <laughs> Afternoons and Coffee Spoons. What? In 1994, made it to 66 on the Billboard chart. And Superman's Song, their first hit, made it all the way to 56 on the Billboard chart. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Went to four. That's about right. That's as high as yeah. it went in the U.S. It okay. hit number one in Australia, Finland, Germany, Iceland, and Ireland. Oh, no, Ireland, it only hit three. Oh, no. So only, I assume that's either, maybe that's that's Australia. Yeah, Australia. And, oh, sorry, Belgium. Oh, okay. Belgium. Finland, it only went to 20. <laughs> oh, sure, of course. There you go. But Iceland loved it. Because umlauts came out around the same time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, number one in Iceland. Swimming in your ocean went to ten. Afternoons and coffee spoons went all the way to number two in Iceland. They loved the crash test dummies. God shuffles his feet. Number three. Hold on. So is that the answer of if God does God have feet? I think so. Or but it, it doesn't say where they're from though. He was one of us. All right. Oh, God. Alexa, please, God, no. So I sold this card here. Uh-huh. Not this amount. Holy fuck. I was like, what? Jesus Christ. I wouldn't be doing this show if I had that. Okay. Why do you think that's a buy it now offer, gang? Anyway, it's not even graded or nothing. Mine was not graded, not autographed, nothing. Nice card. First overall pick. Doesn't even look like a variant. I sold this card for how much do you think, Johnny? Final Final sale. Oh, um, well, we saw it with like eight hours left, right, or something. So yeah. I'm going to say it went for $102. All right, Mark. Um, ultimately, yeah, I'm going to go with 81 113.50. Wow, that's nice. awesome. Good work. Single card on that one. That's one you got out of like a random, just like nothing a box to you, right? A random tin from that year. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. Connor McDavid, that's a hot card. I better stack this one up. And it's been sitting in my collection, I think, since the move. So, uh, yeah. That's good stuff right there. That's like uh, that's like the high of, of card collecting. You know, you're like, like I'm going to buy some stuff, and then I'm going to sell it on eBay. And holy crap, I just sold this for $113. Well, what's even more amazing is I got a Mason McTavish uh, Young Guns card. Yeah. And that sold for how much do you think? Johnny, you go for uh, 60. 60, Mark? 42. Close, 43. Mm. Wow. 
I'm in your eBay. Unassuming, unassuming card that is. Are you are you still selling things on eBay? Is that how we sell things? Sure am, buddy. Sure am. It's not Facebook have you, market. Have you tried Etsy? Uh, no, I'm not making anything out of yarn. So, <laughs> not. I should for some of my jerseys. So I, this jersey right here. Oh, yeah. nine, not the Jack Hillen version. It is, Jack Hillen. It is like this jersey, but not authenticated, not roughed up, very clean. Islanders jersey. Bought it for May Gray. It's Reebok Edge uh, one point or 2.0. Uh, how much do you think this sold for? Mark? The jersey? Yes, the jersey. $220. Okay, Johnny? Um, 45 <laughs> Uh, one hundred seven fifty. Wow, seven fifty. Still, that's good. a that's pretty good for something that you didn't want anymore. It, exactly. So here's the funny thing, in that closet behind me, uh-huh. there there rests a buffalo slug. Uh huh. I wonder to myself, South, how much could that buffalo slug go for? How much could that buffalo? I bought it for seventy five. How much? Could I mean, I... you should you can just eBay and. uh like stalk eBay for a little bit and here's see the, what. Here's the thing with Buffus, the Buffus slug. The only Buffus slug that people have is is uh, is personalized Buffus slugs. There's no oh. blank Buffus slug. Because mm. trust me, I looked into it yesterday. Is this the uh, jersey that you got in Buffalo? No, I got this off the same. Although that was the Turd Burger jersey. Yeah, the Turd Burger jersey, and that's Chen's. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, so Islanders thing. Uh, only other big name cards that uh, Evan Bouchard signed autograph rookie card went for twenty. Um, my most most side up was my top one at sixty six, but yeah, the Connor Jeez. McDavid one thirteen blew that out of the water. Still got some shit on sale. Go to Scotty yeah. Wise on Twitter. You can go ahead and check out the. Uh, I appreciate this segment each week. Yeah, what is Scotty Wazzy segment? Because I blew all my money on fucking cards this weekend. I need to make it back somehow. Well, so I mean, you got a thing going on right now. Exactly. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right. Uh, where the fuck? Right here. Arizona's t- season ticket revenue is up fifty percent somehow. Arizona Coyotes have reported that yeah we are we are good to go for the season we have we have our season ticket revenues are good we're feeling great um, we're horny for ASU so uh, they're up uh, up fifty percent of the on the Mullet Arena uh, it surpassed what they were generating in Glendale so all right let's let's Not go. Bad. I guess what were they? I guess what were they generating in Glendale is the first one, and then add fifth, add half of that to it. So, hey, I mean, although the average ticket price in the former arena was ninety dollars, can you guess the average ticket price for the one now, Mark? Mullet arena still ninety dollars. Still ninety dollars, holding steady. Johnny, what do you think? Uh, one hundred five. Hundred and seventy. Oh, holy smokes. Yeah. Man, that's supply and demand. Well, there's probably a lot more class seats now. And sure. that's also the reason why they've generated 50% more revenue. That's smart, so, though. So what did they do? Okay, I asked this question. 
I don't think we ever got the answer, but I'm going to ask it again. Is the seating for this new arena greater than or less than the number of season ticket holders that they had last year? It has to be less than, right? Um, what was last last year? Was twenty twenty one twenty two, right? I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not talking about individual season ticket holders. I'm talking about everyone that pre-purchases a, a ticket for a full season, whether it be businesses or whatever, right? I mean, uh, my point is, there's absolutely no way that everyone who wanted to get their seat back was able to get their seat back. So, one, isn't the arena like not even close to the original arena? Correct. Um, so that probably dropped a bunch of people that were like live near Glendale because this arena is not even remotely close to the other one. Um, and other, the second thing too is even if you went with the average. For Coyotes tickets over the year, I bet you it's like 8,000, you know, 5,000 seat stadium right now. Mm -hmm. And that's with daily sales. I don't know where you could find that answer unless you haven't opened the books. I mean, the only way is, doesn't ESPN have average attendance for the year? No, but I think Mark's asking (laughs) if the amount of of people who well, yeah, yeah. tickets. I don't think we can figure that out unless yeah. they like told us. Like I said, unless they open the books to us. Um, or yeah. Mark hacks into their system. That, that is That's what I'm doing right now. That is Thank an you. interesting question because it's the seating, the, the final seating for this, according to Greg Shinsky of ESPN, is going to be 5,000. Where was it at? Fuck. 5,025. The official capacity. Oh, sorry. That's for Arizona State games. The Coyotes games have yet to be determined. But it could be, it's expected between 4,800 and 5,000 fans. You lose those 25 fans because I bet the 25 is maybe the marching band. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. So. Well, it's more media, maybe. We All right. So, uh, Victor, or, uh, Xavier Gutierrez said that he is the uh, president and CEO of the team. We know this is going to be sold out for every single game. We never had a doubt that it was going to be the case. <laughs> I mean, oh come on. He's not wrong. No. We could have sold this out uh, to our existing season ticket base, but we didn't think that it was the right approach. We want to make sure that fans who have never experienced the game experienced it. It's a tricky thing when we downsize. So they basically said, you cannot renew season tickets. Fuck you. All right, then. Get in line. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can. You it's can. just you're not going to get any special it. treatment. Right, exactly. You, it doesn't roll over. Brand new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Because mm. we're, we're shutting it all down. And building it back up. Building it back up. By the way, season Better. ticket prices for uh, for this season uh, slated at uh, for a full season near the glass. Um. $14,350. All right. That's uh, a tax write-off. Yeah, that ticket and center ice club seats, which is $9,800, include club access and concessions. The cheapest full-season ticket is $3,649. In the far corner of the goal, still a great seat, where the Coyotes attack twice. Or, oh, in the oh, goal? Second period. Yeah, it uses a sit-in goal. So... It could be the hottest ticket, but it could be the most expensive ticket to go. So get your resale of values ready for the Coyotes this summer season. Um, Canada wins the Women's World Championships. Good for them. Saw that. 
Um, the U.S. does well to beat Canada like every knockout or every uh, round robin game. Yeah. And then lose in the finals. It's weird how that happens. Uh, also, it was revealed that Hockey Canada owned a condo for seven years in Toronto. Okay. Uh, they they said they used it to relieve cost of travel for their scouts and, and front office staff. Uh, the price uh, was resaled for between $920,000 and $1.5 million Canadian. Which Holy smokes. Which includes $800 a month in condo fees. That's not a condo. <laughs> it's like a, that's like a... Why don't they just buy a house at that point? It's downtown Toronto, baby. Got to be in the epicenter. <clears throat> uh, they bought it for around half a million is what it's suspected. Um, so every Hockey Canada parent, that's where your money went to, condo fees. <laughs> so congratulations. Wow. Hockey Canada just keeps getting better and better. And people were uh, mad that the Hockey Canada people were uh, giving out the medals, too, considering, you know, they covered up sexual abuse for so many years. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so technically... I wasn't going to go to the sexual abuse thing. Okay, um, I was going to say, where are we going, man? Technically, the condo, uh-huh. you know, if if it was like, uh, if you were like flying somebody in to there and then uh, paying for hotels and stuff, I wonder if that just kind of breaks even at some point. And now you can just resell it. Yeah, exactly. Again, the money does not go back to the parents, though. No, no, Who no. Who subsidized that condo? No, it just goes right back to Hockey Canada. Probably in their slush fund. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere in that slush fund. For the sexual harassment. It was in the Legal Defense Act. Right. Um, There we go. Like, I don't really... Like, I feel like the condo thing is, like, it's just adding on at this point. Like, that's the... There's the, like, least of their transgressions (laughs) now. Oh, boy. Uh, Flow Sports. You know about Flow Sports? What you know about Flow Sports? Johnny, what's nothing? Absolutely. I, I nothing. listened to the defending the den, so I know what flow sports is. Thank you, buddy. That's so what flow I'm here sports for. is a uh, is a uh, fine, fantastic, wonderful TV streaming media culture situation. They've got they've got the 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 you got the marching, you've got flow racing, uh, you got flow grappling, you got flow track, flow cycling, flow baseball, um, flow combat. All kinds of flows. I say flow bowling. I'll say it again. So they have bought Hockey Tech, which has Hockey TV. So currently, my subscription to Hockey TV now has 75 leagues that I can watch any given hockey game from. Whoa. That is too much hockey. Is this the first game of the year? Is this preseason? Why are they doing preseason games? What the fuck is going on? Sorry. Yeah, that's a lot. Is this game live? Is this an actual game? They're doing... Wow, they're broadcasting preseason games. Corpus Christi in North Iowa. That's why I can't... Uh, I can't buy a hockey TV. No, it's... A, it's a Because, hockey- like, when the team's out of town, I kind of like to, like, you know, not sit at my TV and watch them play hockey <laughs> still. USHL, ECHL, AHL, NAHL. The, 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 some Does it still have the Ontario Men's League? Yes, it has the beer leagues you can watch at 11 o'clock at night. It has the Garbage Montana teams that they're doing it from AM radio and a, and a potato. Or Johnny's Razor flip phone from three years ago. Yes, I still have a bunch of those in my house. So, <laughs> there is a lot of shit on hockey TV and flow sports. Flow hockey. 
floor. But that's not uh it's not very expensive, is it? 150 bones for the whole year? The whole for for one calendar year. Oh. Until, until like literally 365 days worth. It's amazing. So we are not sponsored by them. We would love to be though. We should be. How about you give us some of that money? Yeah. Then I can create an ad campaign. Exactly. So you can you can do it. So yeah, Flow Flow Hockey has the Atlantic Hockey, Atlantic College Hockey, USHL, ECHL, CCHA, um, the the Beauty League, which whatever, you know, it's fine. Um, but all the all the all the damn sports. Chris Peters writes for their former former uh, former ESPN night. Okay. So all kinds of stuff. Hockey TV is wild too. Hockey TV, like you said, men's league hockey, all kinds of crazy bullshit there. So yeah, good for yeah. Oh, so all right. So here's the hockey TV elite partners. <clears throat> the ACHA, which is club hockey, the Alberta Junior Hockey League, Alliance Hockey, the Belarus Extra League, the British Columbia Hockey League, British Columbia Intercollegiate Hockey League, the CIH Academy, Canadian Sports School Hockey League, Central Canada Hockey League, Draft Day Hockey, Eastern Hockey League, Eastern Ontario Junior Hockey League, France Division One. Global Pro Network, Great North Midget League, Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League, HEO Midget AAA, Hockey Alberta, Hockey Altvenson, Hockey Canada, Hockey Eastern Ontario Minor Hockey, Independent Broadcast, weird, uh, Kootenai International Junior League, Ligus Magnus, Ligus Midget at AAA Quebec, Mont- uh, Manitoba Junior League, Manitoba U18 AAA League, Maritime Hockey League, New England Prep School Athletic Council, the North American Hockey League, which includes the NA3HL and the NAPHL. The Ooh. Northwest Junior Hockey League. The Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League. The Ontario Junior Hockey League. The Altbeck Hockey League. The Pacific Junior Hockey League. Prep School Hockey Federation. Provincial Junior Hockey League. Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Shattuck St. Mary's and all their teams. Sup- Superior International Junior Hockey League. Fenson Dam Hockey League. That's a great fucking name. Um, the Swiss National League, Tier 1 Elite Hockey, Tip Sports Extra League, just the tip, Tip Sports Liga, uh, USA Hockey, USHL, US Premier League, and the Vancouver Island Junior League. That's it? That's it. That's, uh, that's unfortunately. That's Wait, that's the Elite Network. Community <laughs> Network. <laughs> the Air Minor Hockey League, the Benson Center Community, Burnaby Winter Club, Butte, Montana Amateur Hockey, the CCHL community, the Camrose <laughs> Hockey League, City of Red Deer community, Edmonton Minor Hockey League, Elgin Middlesex community, Fidelity Bank Worcester Ice Center, Gloucester Rangers Minor Hockey, Hockey Calgary, Holliburn Club Arena, Humboldt Broncos Minor uh, Hockey, Ice Barn Hockey, Ice Fault Hockey, Kitchener Minor Hockey, LaSalle Minor Hockey, Ontario Hockey Academy, Quint West Minor Hockey Community, Sensplex, South Point Minor Hockey, Spooner Civic Center, St. Michael's Albertsville Youth Hockey, St. Thomas Minor Hockey, USA Hockey Arena, Vegas Golden Knights Community, and the Yale Summit Center. I'm surprised that, like, Laurel doesn't just have a camera, like, in the corner. Yeah. And and it just streams for 24 hours straight. Here's the thing. They do, but it's on uh, Live Barn. And that costs Uh, $9.99 a month. Yeah, and that's messed up. Get commentary, and it's that's not even worth it. So the the uh, the uh, the Swedish women's hockey league is that Swedish uh, the the Svenska Dam Hockey League. And mm. so, welcome back, Lyle, to the Svenska. Hey, League. how's it going, guys? Lyle came back. He came yeah. back. 
course I did. How how how's things go? How was the trip? You enjoy yourself? Oh God, it was great. It was great. It was a great week. Spent the week. Went down. Went down to my. Uh, went down to a little cottage outside my uh, my hometown in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, on a lake, with with free kayaks, no less. Oh, so that's my a website. Who did you steal them from? <laughs> no, they were provided. Surprise, oh. surprise. Yeah. Did you so, get an Airbnb? Yes. Yes. Oh. Airbnb cottage, my friend. So they videotaped your nards. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. We, we, we gave, we gave him something to talk about. Yeah. That's hey, good. listen, give and take, right? Get free kayaks. Yeah. Oh, hey. Some... Hey, yeah. exactly. You know, it's all part and parcel. I mean, it's only gone to the Velveteen Dream, so that's fine. That's true. Yeah, you got to give to get, right? You know. Ah! Optical, Johnny. Um, I will say this. Um, you know how you defeat that? And this is this is the route that I've taken in life. Um, just put your nards out there by yourself, and then that way everyone's seeing it. Oh, yeah. Smart, yeah. Obviously. Get out ahead of the news. That, exactly. That, yeah, Get out exactly. there and say, hey, look at this sack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at this sack. Yeah. So this uh, one, uh, this beer is Harpoon IPA. Their slogan is big and limited edition. Mm. There you go. What a, <laughs> there you go. What a one. Uh, also, one more thing after we get to hockey media stuff. ESPN announced their schedule for uh, things and stuff. Uh, 103 exclusive games across ESPN, ESPN Plus, Hulu, and ABC. Plus, of course, the Center Ice Package on ESPN Plus. Uh, 2023 All-Star Weekend and the Stadium Series will be on ESPN. And Hockey Saturday will return February 11th with 14 key matchups as the playoff races heat up. We will be the judge of that. TNT has the Cup Finals this year, though, right? They do, correct. So Hockey Saturday starts with, of course, the uh, vaunted matchup of the Tampa Bay Lightning and Dallas Stars. We know how hot and heavy their playoff battles get. Um, and then Caps Bruins, doubleheader that day. Next one, Stadium Series. Uh, and then, of course, Tampa Bay and Golden Knights. Uh, actually, that's not even on fucking ABC. Neither of those games are on ABC. Why would you not put the Stadium Series on fucking ABC? That's a nice-looking brew there, Johnny. Thanks. Anyway, Penguins, Blues, Rangers, Caps the next Saturday. Whatever, fucking, I'm <laughs> off now. Goddamn. Why? Honestly, listen. One of your marquee events, we're not putting it on the national network. Like the anyway. <sighs> so a lot of games. If you want to watch hockey on ESPN. If ESPN. if you like your hockey in volume and not necessarily quantity, quality. If you like quantity but not quality. Listen, if you want a lot of stuff to, to yeah. have. They have occasionally some good stuff mixed in. They got a triple hitter on Saturday the 8th. It's I guess that's the last hockey Saturday. Triple hitter, Blues Wild, Knights, Stars, Penguins, Red Wings. You watch all those teams won't be in the playoffs. Exactly. By that well, by that point. Yeah. They'll, they'll all be meaningless kids. That would be a programmer's yeah. nightmare. Or they've they've either they've either they're either uh not in the playoffs or some of them have clinched and they don't care at that point. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're teams that have clinched, don't give a shit, playing against teams that already know they're out, and they don't give a shit either. Get to know their AHL teams. Yes, yes. Choose your own AHL adventure. Right. So there we go. Um, Boy, good stuff to talk about here, Lyle. One of the things, especially this week, uh, a lot of new deals for people. Mm-hmm. A lot of new deals. We'll start off with business is picking up. Business is picking up. Uh, as, so you uh, went right from vacation to like, <laughs> they're oh, like, oh yeah, hey, yeah. they waited for me to get back. 
Um, <laughs> well, I it was a kind of that. a working vacation for me. All I did was update my my uh, just update my website every morning. So like that's like two hours first thing in the morning because I'm up at five. So by seven thirty a.m., like I'm done and I'm out on the water kayaking. So I didn't give a shit. It was great, but it was nice of them to throw the J.T. Miller thing in there in the middle of my vacation. That was that was nice of them. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's weird. I mean, he, he was great in Deadpool. Uh, again, I think that was a great movie for him. Oh, no, no, no. Wrong, 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 wrong guy. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver Canucks. No, Ryan Reynolds is from the Vancouver. He likes Vancouver Canucks. I know that. No, 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 no. JT Miller. Oh, I get. No, no, no. Ryan Reynolds does not play JT Miller. He's, 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 he's merely a a reasonable facsimile of the real JT Miller. Yes. Okay. We're talking about. Wild hair. We're talking about the guy from Saturday Night Live, right? No, no, that was Tim Meadows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my bad. Yeah, it, it's so easy to mix them up. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, honest exactly. mistake. I mean, shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll start off with uh, Jacob Ottinger, um, as his birth name is given. <laughs> uh, Jacob Ottinger, three year, uh, three year deal, twelve million. Uh, four million per season if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone. But if you hate math, I think it's a good kind of bridgey deal. Yep. Uh, yep. For a guy who had a big season last year, 30 wins in 48 games, uh, really came of his own in the playoffs. Well, uh, he carried the stars oh, in the yeah. playoffs. Let's just call it what it is. He he earned that contract. I mean, his regular season was good, but that performance against the Flames that that got him at least made sure he he earned he that he earns uh, you know what, how much is it again on per, per, uh, four per, per. yeah that he got that much per season mm-hmm. you know that had probably earned him an extra mil per season and let's be honest if he if he can build on that performance uh, the promise is going to be down the road much more lucrative much much more lucrative because you know Jake Ottinger is a good young goaltender. I mean, I really like the kid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I saw that deal, it was like, yeah, that's a Fairbridge deal. Uh, he's a team guy as well, so he's not going to sit there and make waves or, or hold out or anything like that. So, yeah, you, you you take your bridge, you get a nice little little pay bump, mm-hmm. you know, and you bank all that for uh, in about two years' time when they will uh, come running to your door and sign you to that sweet, sweet extension of eight years and probably nine mil a season. And still RFA at that point, too. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah, but wow. you 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 know they're gonna they're gonna run that deal well past his UFA eligibility. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No, that's definitely he's gonna get he'll get signed he'll get signed the summer of twenty four yeah. for that extension. And and interestingly, some people kind of lost kind of kind of little put out that he was was ranked among the the top ten goaltenders going into this season by NHL Network. For some reason, people uh, some people were weren't, weren't happy with that. They would have preferred to see somebody like uh, your, your Tristan Jerry's. Uh, make make the the top East 10. Coast bias. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. How many people? How many people watch Dallas Stars games for fun? Not very many. Not very many because the the um, the outpouring of oh my god, who is this Stars goaltender and why was he so good against the Flames during the playoffs? And yeah, that that pretty much said all we needed to know about yeah. the Dallas Stars national footprint and Jay Godinger's in particular. Exactly. So plus they get to use that funny little otter uh, logo for like. Yeah. At least three more years now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, Johnny. Uh, also getting signed is uh, Tim Stutzla. Got mm-hmm. some Ooh. big, fat dollars on that one. Eight-year, 66.8 million yep. bones. I like it. Up to 
mm-hmm. That know? And that goes right alongside with uh, Brady Kachuk's big deal, Josh Norris's big deal. Um, let's, let's be honest. I mean, we, 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 we can see the trend playing out here with the senators. What they're doing is locking up their kids early and often to, uh, big, big money contracts when they're coming out of their, their ELCs, but, uh, but they're not just throwing them at anybody because I mean, Brady Kachuk earned his big bucks. Josh Norris earned his Tim Stosla definitely earned his after just two seasons. You, you could, you can just see the kid's development as he going along that he's he's going to be a star and with Alex Debrinka on his wing if they can keep him boy howdy the the centers are going to have uh, just two really potent scoring lines going forward so yeah Stutzla has so much more to give to like like yep. his numbers don't yeah. show I think he's definitely going to be oh god yeah star. I like yeah. him a lot or giant flop really no give between like you're not <laughs> yeah well i think after after seeing him play the, the, in his first two seasons i i think he's he's, he's going to avoid the uh, the road to giant flop you yeah, know exactly yeah triple lindy triple. yes yes <laughs> and he'll stick the landing yes love it uh yeah the brinkett's got the uh, rfa next year eligible for arbitration as we all know arbitration several hundred arbitration cases a year <laughs> um, for everybody involved. Yeah. God, I hate it. Um, none of them happen. None of them happen. Ever. Well, I shouldn't say that. Very, very, very few happen. 27 NHL players filed for arbitration. Only one went to arbitration. Exactly. Uh, JT Miller, as you mentioned, eight, $8 million per year uh, for seven years. He's staying where his stuff's at in Vancouver. Yeah, and that that one's a that one. I I shouldn't say it's surprising. It's just how how quickly this thing finally fell into place. Because all we heard all through like last November was all the uncertainty. Oh, the uncertainty. Oh, it could be traded. So many teams are interested. Oh, the Canucks have set a high asking price. And then through the summer, oh, if they don't get him signed, oh, they'll probably trade him at the deadline. Oh, he'll be too expensive. You know, the Canucks they they're putting more emphasis on uh, cost certainty and a, a more affordable young players and then boom here you go seven years eight mil a season yeah that stuff we talked about uh cost certainty <laughs> we were only joking <laughs> we can't afford to lose this guy we really really can't afford to lose this guy so we are certain we don't want to lose this guy yeah mm-hmm. they're willing they're willing to to uh you know again he, he's 29 he'll be 30 when that deal kicks in next season so seven years, you're you're really banking on those first four years to be really really good years, mm-hmm. because those those final three might not be so good. Hey, we can't do that. But nobody will care. As as I've said before, you know, hey, nobody will care if they play well in the first half, front half of those deals. If he helps them win a Stanley Cup, oh, they'll happily, you know, oh, he's an eight million dollar burden in the final two years of the deal. So what? We got a Stanley Cup two years ago. We don't care. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, we didn't get your take on this. We kind of got Sean Leahy's take on this. If I told you, Lon, mm-hmm. that I got a guy, I got, okay. a, I got a guy, I got a guy. You got a guy. I got a guy. Let me let me let me let me tell you about this guy, Mark Johnny. I got a guy. All right. Not like Stan's got a guy, because Stan's got guys for everything. Agreed. So. I got a guy, Lyle. You got a guy. Got a guy. 200 200 plus NHL games, all right? Okay. Uh Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take a lot of penalties, only 86 penalties. 
Okay, so so he's he's uh, he's disciplined. He plays a disciplined game. Yeah. Got two gold medals. Two gold medals in what? The U eighteen World Juniors. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay so we got pedigree in fencing. <laughs> yeah. <'cause laughs> in hockey, you just last. He was able to get a lot for his muffler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went through the the U.S. Juniors program. Okay. So Went to the University in... University of Connecticut. University of Connecticut. Two years played hockey East. Um, fifty six goals in two hundred twenty three games. Okay. Okay. Hundred three points in that same time span. Mm-hmm. I want to give him seven point one four million dollars for seven years. And 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 why would you do that? What are you basing this on? Scott? Lyle, I'm basing this on because he's tall. How tall six, is he? Six foot seven, Lyle. Good six Lord. foot seven, gold medals. Not a lot of upside. Um, let's be honest <laughs> with you. And what position do he play? Lyle, he's a center. He's a right-handed he's a center. Shot, right-handed shot center, Lyle. Okay. The right-handed shot center. Mm-hmm. And I also say this is because I want to give him this deal mm-hmm. because I also have another albatross around mm-hmm. my neck on my salary cap for another five years. Okay. And I don't think I can live without it. <laughs> so do you think putting this another tall albatross around my neck will make my team any better? Um, gee, you know, you make a compelling argument. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, um, I six, would seven, s- Lyle, though. six, seven, though. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, oh, 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 smut going on over Mark's room. Is there, uh, <laughs> is there any chance we can make him play goalie? Yes. Uh, you know, well, he's tall. Goalies are tall. tall. Yeah. No, they gotta be wide. Net's got to be. Have good. you seen the tall goalies? They are tall, but they are most certainly not well, wide. We, uh, we cover the Maryland Black Bears. <laughs> you see tall goalies. <laughs> we know we know Clint Milamuk's tall goalie farm emporium. Uh, so I think they they got a kid from the draft who's like six eight. Um, wow. plays in net. It's amazing. He's <laughs> yeah, he's eighteen. He's still got time to grow. Anyway, don't think we can get him there, but you know what? I'll. I'll you know what I'll be a nice five team no trade list oh. and a five team no trade list to boot. in the second in the second year Scott Drake ah and you want to oh. give him seven point one four million over how oh, many years over seven years over oh and he's he's still got one point four left on his 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 deal now mm-hmm. we're gonna add seven to that mm-hmm. seven point one four I mean what could go wrong what could possibly go wrong. You like that, Lyle? It's a big one, right? It's a good. That's a good. Uh, good, value. Um, good value on a guy. Who is, just, is, is this guy? Is classy. this guy that you got a guy? Is this guy like a, he? He he's a strong two-way player. Like he's he'd be like a Selkie candidate, right? Right. Six, he's six seven. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from so Arizona. you're saying that he's got a good two hundred foot game because it's like thirteen strides. Right, exactly. Okay, so you're saying if you were selling this guy like you were selling a car, you'd basically be saying, okay, there's no motor, but you can't beat the leg room. Like, look at the space <laughs> you get now. <laughs> Lyle, I will tell you this. I will yeah. tell you this. Yeah. I want to tell you this. Okay. Maybe this changes your mind. Okay. His dad. Yeah. Former NHL player. Pedigree. Huh. He's pedigree. The new bull? Yep. Yep, it's bull bull. Bull bull is now. 
He's got a pedigree. He's got like, pedigree. He does that to players on double, the ice. Double underhook. <laughs> down. Man. Yeah. Only got 86 penalty minutes. So that shows you he's deceptive. Well, uh, very deceptive. He knows well, how to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. can he can get it done behind the both referees' backs. That's right. Lyle, Lyle I'll tell you this. Uh-huh. I'll tell you this much. He's already got more goals than his dad in his career, in his NHL career. Oh. Ooh. Is he taller than his dad? Uh, by five inches. <laughs> so his dad's not his real dad, is what you're saying. Well, he was sired by a, a traveling uh, basketball road show, is what you're saying. Played a lot of minor league hockey, Lyle. So do with that what you will. Okay. Um, okay. Give that information what you will. Okay. His dad, in his AHL career, had over two thousand minutes in penalties. Okay, I take back what I said about he was sired by a traveling uh-huh. basketball set yep. because now it sounds like his dad people. would beat the shit out of me for saying yeah, that. So yeah, his dad in his last season. Uh, in 2005, he had 256 penalty minutes in 79. Oh, 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 my face hurts just thinking about that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's only 6'2". I would not survive the onslaught. I'm 5'7". You'll kill me. Punch Shut up. up. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's how he wouldn't for. be able to hit me. <laughs> You're wiry. Uh, so... You know so, how, like, the undercut would have to be real low yeah. for him. Oh, oh, real You have to get a Hadouken going. Like, yeah. Um, all right, so so what do you think, Lyle? You think this guy's worth seven point one four million if he's got um, if he got in, 30, 38. All right, hold on. I'll make that thirty-eight of his fifty-six career goals happened last season. Oh. Oh. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Sixty-eight of his one hundred and three points happened last season, Lyle. Huh. What do you think? What Scoping. Do you, what do you mm. think? How old is he? Uh, that's a great question, Lyle. He will be uh be 25 the day before halloween uh, that's how dates work he's a hey, former first round pick i mean he's just coming into his own if he's just 24 come, and and had all those points just there ready to go yeah. <laughs> he just he just grew into his six seven body yeah mm. uh, gonna give him 7.14 million uh, is he from he, parts unknown well, it depends on where you look at. He's either from Phoenix, Arizona, or Oyster Bay, New York. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> so it is parts unknown. Yeah. <laughs> Could be from freaking uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, for all we know. Uh... But of course, um, if he is from Oyster Bay, do you hear that? You hear that, Johnny? Uh, sure. Makes him a good Long Island boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So... Um... Honestly, Lyle, if you take in the good Long Island boy portion of it. Yeah, that's a bump. That's a big bump, I would say. That's a huge. Are, OK, bump. is is the team now if 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 I was going to buy this, would 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 my team be the Buffalo Sabres? Well, I can't I, I can't say one way or the other. If Mr. Pagulia has given me <laughs> to spend wildly. Uh, well, I'm telling you. Is Tage Thompson the next Jeff Skinner? Is I guess what we're asking in this oh, last fifteen Lord. minutes. Um, <laughs> that long roundabout way. Ah, uh, oh, Sean Lee even told us last week he was a good long island boy. Mm-hmm. What a goddamn contract for a guy who scored thirty goals once. I mean, yeah, I if well, it's like as I wrote about it. It's yeah, I I mean he had a ter- listen a terrific breakout season. Sure. Okay, I mean, and, and this guy's been developing for a while. Okay, they brought him along slowly, carefully, all that happy stuff. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, even like when I read it, I was just like, ooh, okay. Um, yeah. But there there is a lot of potential there still. There's there's still a lot of potential there. I would have thought, well, maybe, you know, do a one year show me deal or a couple of years or something, but here's here's the funny part. When I first read that, the mm. headline was cut off. And mm. I thought he signed into a seven-year deal worth one million a year. <laughs> it's like that's a great deal. That's a hell of a deal. Why yeah. did they? Why did they do that? That's oh, for the. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh boy. Oh dear. Oh no. Nice. I really for for the Sabers for the Sabers sake. I really hope this is bad. Though, though Jeff Skinner, this one's so funny because Jeff Skinner, Jeff Skinner had over thirty goals last season. Mm. Jeff Skinner had a good season last season. Somebody had to score for them. Well, he and Tage Thompson did. Too. Yeah, that's a fair point. Both and of them. Kyle Lapozo. He was he, back. Yeah, he had a good. He had a good bounce back. Considering that bounce back was from like seven years ago. I but. had no idea that Tage Thompson was that tall. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, he is a big lad. Um, I don't yeah. know, Lyle. This doesn't make sense to me, considering your goaltenders are Eric Comrie and Craig Anderson. Oh boy, yeah, that that's that's the scary. The, the, I know the, Malcolm Subban's hurt, and he could throw into the mix, but damn, that's not plus, a good. That's you almost, also save money like, on an anthem singer. They, well, they you've got like, uh, Luca. Yeah, you got Lucan in there. I mean, he's going to be uh, there. Luca Pekka, Luca Linen. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. there. He just Luka signed Pekka, a Luca in. Yeah, a new deal, but I mean. Still, at the same point, like you look at that tandem, it's like, and then you look at the defense, it's like, boy, there's a lot of consonants in this in this defense. Owen Power, no one man should have Owen Power. Owen Power's there, you Rasmus know. Aline's there, you know. Ilya Lubushkin, yeah. Lubushkin, Haru, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a definite European flavor happening there. Exactly. But uh, I. <laughs> It's like I said, on the one hand, I just want, you know, because it's been the Sabres, they've been bad for so long. I just want to shit on every one of the deals they make and every one of the moves they make. But yet, at the same time, this was a team, I was watching some of their games last year. And Barely? This, is a, this was a team that was, that was competitive. Like, seriously, seriously competitive. It's like they, they stopped with the whole, okay, let's try and do the patchwork stuff that the previous management did. They said, to hell with it. You know, we're, we're stuck with the, the big contracts we got, so fine. We're going to work with them, but we're going to bring in the kids and we'll let the guys that are on these contracts help bring them along. And, yeah, the goaltending, oh, boy, there's questions. But, I mean, you know, Darling played better last season, Right. Owen yeah. Power is, you know, was the first overall pick two years ago, and he's got a that kid barrel full of potential. Changer. That kid's a game changer, I think, for that. Yeah. Team. So, you know, I'm I'm not so quick to dump on them here now. I'm thinking, okay, there's still a couple more years along. A while, seven. So four. I know, I know. Yeah. It's but the thing they got going in their favor though is they can afford it because they hardly spend on anybody else, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was gonna say. So look, they're projected to be. You know, right now on Cap Friendly, they're just above the Coyotes. Yeah, right. They, they Seven hundred thousand to... above the Coyotes for thirty-first place for spending. <laughs> right. So uh, why not give one of your kids a little bit of an extra pay bump? It helps you get to the floor a little bit easier, right? 
you know, you're not going to be hitting well, the cap anytime soon. So give him, give him a little extra money. Yeah, Why not? Watching, Who cares? But watching Thompson as well last season too. I mean, I I don't think he, he's going to be a flash in the pan. I don't think this is just one good season. He gets a seven mil and he'll never be that good again. You know, it it's just yeah. But that's, know, I, mean, I mean, that's sort of it though, right? Remember, if if you think he's going to be part of the team, then give him an extra mil per yeah. year. Give him and an extra two mil per he's year. He's a former first round pick. He yeah. was a first round pick for a reason. You the know? Bills are making a lot of money. There you yeah. go. Yeah, and if he doesn't work out in hockey, I'm sure he'll make it as a tight end. But I think <laughs> big kid. <laughs> True. But I think I honestly though I I again I, I I find it hard to shit on this version of the Sabers. Just I'm just I'm I just think that. I do agree with you that I think it's it's quite a it's quite a leap of faith, you know. I would have preferred again do a little a little bridge here or something like that, or just a one year show me deal and then come back onto it. They but, don't do bridges in Buffalo. We've been no, there. they don't do. They blow them up. Yeah, yeah. they burn their bridges in Buffalo. <laughs> How are the Canadians well, that ten half, million over the, the other half? Cap? Is fine. What's that, Mark? How are the Canadians ten million over the cap? Because, because technically, uh, well, uh, the LTIR doesn't take effect. Is that true, Lyle? Like, well, they're allowed to be over the cap by 10% in the offseason. Um, but you can also put players on LTIR during the offseason. And you can also have them on LTIR at the start of the season. Now, they don't, I believe they do not need to put anybody on LTIR right now. If they do, it may be Paul Byron because he's another one who's going to miss. But the big guy who's going to be out which is why they can afford to spend that drum roll. Please, oh, Carrie Price. No, I have, I have yeah. drum roll. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. Wait. I have well, drum roll music. Here, yeah, we go. Gotta, oh, here we go. Here we go. Carrie Price. Carrie Price. Carrie Price. Yeah. Um, also, in that in that cap friendly thing, Mark, if you click on the Canadians, it doesn't have any of their LTIR projected use. So that's why. Yeah. I I just wasn't. I mean, they have to. I have to believe that. Uh, you know, it was a big contract that they were going to be able to essentially write off. And there yeah, you go, Carey Price. Price so. Because Carey Price is probably done. Yeah. As an Abs fan, I really hate to say that, especially as a Carey Price fan as well. But I think he's done. I think that's that. Um, We'll see. He's obviously going to, you know, keep trying to work his way back. But um, I don't think it's going to happen. I I think he's done. Mm-hmm. But for this season, anyway, they can uh, put him on LTIR, and that's why they can sit over ten million, and they'll probably continue to sit that way if Carey Price is done until they can find a team that's rebuilding and his, you know, needs to meet the cap floor, like your Arizona Coyotes. Maybe they can trade that contract off to them. Um, Not after all these ticket sales, Lyle. Yeah, Lyle. revenue, <laughs> revenue, yeah. and revenue, man. Baby, yeah. hand over fist. I'm a telling you. Yeah. Speaking of hand over fist, Ottawa senators, are, Ottawa senators are selling more season tickets now. Yes, Gee, I wonder they're why. good. <laughs> yeah, I wonder Cause why. Because they're good and they made a whole bunch of moves in the, in the summer that's going to make them even better. And the thing that we hate to say but could possibly be true, mm-hmm. Eugene Melnick's not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Not a little bit. That's a, mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit. You to do with it. it, I know we're not 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 speaking ill of the dead, but you never do that. No, but we all know that in his in his uh, during his tenure as the senator's owner, and especially <clears throat> over the last ten years, he had a reputation for being cantankerous. 
Yeah. And for rubbing fans the wrong way. Uh, that sort of thing. So. Tony the White told uh, Sportsnet that the, uh, or Anthony LeBlanc, if you want to use his government name, I can <laughs> tell you that season ticket membership is at highest in years. We've seen a significant, significant increase. It all started with uh, really around the time when Pierre Dorian started making some trades. Um, yeah, no shit. Getting Claude yep. Giroux in there, getting the Brinkett in uh-huh. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bringing in Cam Talbot. Getting the fuck out of Matt Murray. Yep. Uh, getting out of the Matt Murray business. Yep, exactly. So And it's, doing it's a, very well for himself in the drafts as well. And so. they might possibly get a fucking uh, new arena closer to where people are. Oh, hell yeah. Things are good. You know, we, we mark things now. And let's look at uh, when the when the, this decade by the end of this decade, I can foresee the Senators being a Stanley Cup contender playing in a new downtown arena. Are we talking the decade as in 2030 or the decade of the show, which is 2032? <laughs> um, well, the hell with it. Let's say the decade of the show. All right. All right. Do this I, I was comfortable years. enough with going at the start of the next decade, but you know what? I'll I'll take the extra couple of years in there. We'll we'll save the extra another extra decade of this show. I feel like this decade is going to be the longest decade in life. <laughs> oh, I got news for you. Every it's one of them gonna are going get to get longer. Every one of them are going to get longer. But shorter at the same time. Exactly. As we hurtle towards death, <laughs> it will. I was going to say because gravity starts pulling you down at age thirty, but that's you know. Oh yeah. Pretty, oh, yeah. Is that what happened to me? Yeah, dude, you hit thirty really quick. Oh, <laughs> I like I think, twelve. I think, I think you're in a leprechaun situation. <laughs> you're actually, five hundred years old and just don't know it. That'd be so cool. <laughs> you got the hat for it. An like Italian I show, I show up and there's a pot of gold. Yeah. <laughs> Told us we were lucky charms. Uh, <laughs> I do have lucky charms in the house, actually. Of course you do. There yeah. you go. There you go. All right. Hey, Lyle. Yeah. Lyle. Got it. Lyle. Got it. We had a Patreon. We have a Patreon. I don't know if you know that. It's patreon.com slash facial hockey. People can give us money. Money. Comments. Oh, we're common, common streetwalkers. Yep. Yes. Human monies. We uh, are media whores. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm doing like 17 podcasts, but we're fucking ready to go. Yeah, I'm writing for 100 publications. Love it. one article a year. But hey, yeah. it happens. It brings in if they, as long as the check clears, Lyle, who gives a shit? Exactly. Right? As long as I can buy my insulin. Hey, it's all good. Back, get that insulin. Get that yacht. Yep. Or the kayak. Either yep. way. Well, the, yeah, the, the kayak that, that, to log that, on to that kayak. I'll be towing com. with my yacht, the uh, the SS insulin. Yes. Oh. Wow, it's yeah. an interesting name for the boat. Well, that's because I'm selling insulin to Americans. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Geez, I said wow, I said the quiet cut, part out loud. We'll cut that. No, we're not going <laughs> to. We'll cut. We'll 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 edit that out. That, I'm sure worry. I can get money on that for being a whistleblower, guys. I'll spill it. <laughs> um, so we we had a we had a thing. It was a split decision. We talked about Jersey ads beforehand. We're fine with it. It's okay. Yeah. The thing we wanted to get to you about because. Um, not for nothing, you were alive during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifty years of the Summit Series. Oh yes. Uh, how how finally do you remember it? And then, uh, oh boy, looking looking back at it as we hit fifty years, and I know I should I should text Jen see if she's around. But g- give us your give us your uh your moments of the Summit Series fifty years in the past. Well, boys, oh boys, let me tell you. Let me let me tell you. Um, well, I was nine years old. Um, knew about this this series going in. Interestingly, I mean, 
we weren't really all that into it very much, at least, it, you know, it, it, from where I, where I was, where I was living, where I grew up, because we all knew the NHL players were the best, right? We knew they were the best. Like Russians, we were like, oh, they're going to play Russians? Who? The Soviets? Oh, the ones who win the Olympics because there's no NHL players around. Yeah, the ones that are, you know, playing amateurs, right? Like we really, as a, even as, as a country, we didn't, it, it was more like, okay, this will be an interesting little exhibition, right? Like, let's see how these guys, you know, these Russians fare against the NHL's best. We all figured, yeah, it was going to be a sweeper. Maybe when the NHLers got bored by winning every game, they might like win one back in Russian. That'd be the end of it, right? I mean, you know, in this, this first game happened on Labor Day weekend, right? Game one. And we were out to the cottage, right? We didn't, we didn't get back until like, I think it was like about, about midway through the second period. It was about 10 o'clock our, our time. And I'm, I'm nine years old. So I'm like, dad, can I put on and see what the game is? Sure. Go ahead. So I put it on. And then after a few minutes, Foster Hewitt in his inimitable voice said that it was, uh, that it was, uh, you know, the Soviets four and Canada three. And it was just like, what? The hell did you just what? say what did you just say? And we waited till after the commercial came back and then they showed the score again. And my father just said, well, that was unexpected. Well, <laughs> off to bed. <laughs> because of course, well, because it was late for me, right? At that age, right? Sure. Like he only just let me just so I could see the score and then, okay, off to bed. So I get up the next morning and we get the paper and it's just 7-3. And we were all just gobsmacked, just stunned. I mean, because you, you know, if back then, I mean, Canada, we Canadians, as, as much as we had a nice, lovely country and blah, 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 and everybody liked us. But we also kind of had a really massive inferiority complex as a nation back then, you know. And but the one thing, the one thing we knew, we knew undisputed, we were the best at was hockey. Mm -hmm. And to lose game one, the way that the way that, to lose, it was bad enough to just get the their butts kicked seven to three was just, we were, we just couldn't believe it. And the thing that was, that made it worse was that the, the Soviets were very, very good. That was the whole thing that, you know, right away, we all, we all as a nation realized, okay, the, these guys aren't just a bunch of amateurs here, you know, but these guys are pros. And then, you know, the series goes along game two, they, they win and they win in Toronto and everybody's feeling better again. Uh, Winnipeg, game three, they're leading four to two. Then the, the Russians score two quick goals. It ends in a tie. And then they hit Vancouver for game four. And the Russians win at five to three. But it was just a disaster. I mean, it, it you know, they're, they are so, the Canadians were so lucky that they didn't lose eight to three or that it wasn't seven to three again. Sure. Um, and they got booed out of their own building. You know, and and that that prompted Phil Esposito to, uh, you know, in post game interview, you know, just basically say that, you know, listen, we we don't think we should have been booed, blah, blah, blah. You know, and that was so, sort of seemed like a rallying point. But honestly, like that the, that first week when they played that series in Canada, we as a nation and myself as, as a, a young fan, we just couldn't believe what we were. Seeing. It was like the whole world was being turned upside down. You know, we just couldn't believe what we were seeing. Our players weren't playing the way we thought they should, you know. And the, the Russians were obviously a hell of a lot better. They were better conditioned. 
They played a different style of game because the Canadian game back then was all about physicality. You know, it, it really was. They, we had skill guys. You know, we did. There were a lot of skill guys there, but it was all about physical play. Whereas the Russians, I mean, they were doing things with the puck that we hadn't seen. Like they would they would start to skate up ice. And if the puck, if he saw if he saw the play unfolding, not the way that he thought it should be involved, well, he'd circle back carry the puck back into his own zone and his, his teammates would follow him back. We never saw anything like that before. It was, it was the forward pass of hockey. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? And they passed a lot because the Canadian style back then tended to be more individualistic. Right. I mean, whereas these guys work much better as a unit, constant passing. If they didn't, if they didn't think they had a clear shot, they wouldn't shoot. They would just, Pass it off, pass it off. Whereas Canadians back then, it was just put your head down, shoot every time, shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah. So it was just, it was just a different, <laughs> but it was just a different style of game, and you know, it just really turned everything upside down. And then the Canadians, uh, they go over to to Russia. They they lose the fi- they lose the fifth game. It looks like they're done for. But the the odd thing is, is that even though they were down three, you know, they they'd lost three tied one and lost one and if they lost one more game they were done for some weird reason none of us here thought that was going to happen we honestly believed they would come back just just by the the, the way that they played in that game in game five even though they lost that game you could really start to see that they were starting to come together as a team then because before they were just a bunch of individuals who weren't taking it seriously, and then they just seemed confused over what they were facing. Well, when they got over to Russia, they knew what they were facing, right? So then after that, cue the heroics, cue the, you know, by Paul Henderson, uh, by Phil Esposito, just, you know, they they managed, to, because I think the Russians, and I think they some of them even admitted it, by that point in the series, they were the overconfident ones, right? And they're back on their home ice now, and they now expected to win. They really didn't think the Canadians would be able to come back. And they came back in game six. They didn't seem perturbed by it. They came back now that game seven's tied. They didn't seem to be too worried about it. Late in game eight, when the score was 5-5, the Russians sent an official down to the Canadian bench to tell the Canadian team that... If it ended it series ended in a tie, the Russians were going to claim victory because of the goal differential, because they'd scored more goals in the series than the Canadians had. But then again, cue Paul Henderson's heroics with 34 seconds left. And, you know, that, <laughs> that never came to That's came like to the worst thing you can do for motivation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that, well, it goes to show again that, you know, these you got to remember, these are different times. We didn't know the Russians yeah. at all. What they were, you know, as as a people, as as hockey players, we didn't know them. But conversely, they didn't know us as well. Right. So but yeah. in any in any situation, if you go to somebody and be like, look, I don't care what you do, but if it ends in a, in, in a tie, I'm going to win. So, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, OK, <laughs> well, I guess we should win then. We got to win then. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one thing left to do. We uh, will yeah. bring in win the whole fucking thing. Exactly. Yeah. Je- Jenny hey, Jen. Plus- Genital history, her girl is here, Jen Conway. And Jen spent a better part of a, what, half decade doing Summit Series crap? <laughs> yeah. So you even you were on NBCSN. Um, some people say it's the reason why it shut down. Others say it's John Leahy. <laughs> but 
in your trials and tribulations and, and reading through the Summit series, uh, what stands out to you about this whole thing as we look at it 50 years in the future? Um, I studied it more like politically and culturally than what actually. Well, you know, we're a political show, Jen. I don't know if we you are. Know. <laughs> yeah. We have culture. I grow some in my fridge. Yeah. Defending <laughs> the filibuster. <laughs> my finishing move in high school. Go ahead. What's, uh, what about political? Um, so Ch Canada actually had the chance to scout, um, the Soviet Union multiple times yeah. and didn't bother to do it. And we're that confident. Um, they only did it once. They, they sent two, two scouts from the Toronto Maple Leafs, saw one game. It was the game after Trechak had had his bachelor party and he let in eight goals. <laughs> you know? So they said, oh, he can't stop a beach ball, you know? But you're right, though. That was the only time they scouted. That was it. One game. The rest of it, they didn't even bother. Yeah. And the thing is, Canada should have known uh, Russia better because of the world, um, the world championships every year. Yeah. You, the Soviet Union was winning. So you mm -hmm. think they would have paid attention to that, but they didn't. Yeah. They should have just used YouTube, too. Right. <laughs> All the videos are out there already. But as I mentioned, though, earlier, though, I mean, the reason why was because the, our players and us as a nation and again, and myself as a nine year old fan back then, we were we were just totally confident, overconfident. Most, to okay, the point so Lyle, of most arrogance. nine year olds are. Yeah. True. But so were my parents who definitely <laughs> weren't. So was everybody else. Like, no, we were because, as I mentioned earlier, it was the one thing we Canadians knew back then. Because we had a massive inferiority complex 50 years ago. But the one thing we knew, we were the best at hockey. And the only reason why the Russians were beating our amateurs, because they were amateurs, they hadn't met our very best, which were our pros. And that's the, that was our mindset back then. We didn't take them seriously because who were they? We had, uh, whatever. Even the players didn't take them seriously. I remember Phil Esposito watching a, a, a documentary, but one of many documentaries, but how he said that he remembered asking his brother, like, you know, who are these guys we're playing again? Like, what's this all about? You know, <laughs> they didn't know the Russian players at all. World Championship, they never followed that stuff. Olympics, they didn't, they didn't care. Yeah. Mm. So what other, do they, tap, do they tap into the hotel rooms, Jen? What happened then? Um, there's actually a funny story about that. Uh, one of the players on the Canadian team thought that his room was bugged. So he's looking all over the place for a bug and he finds this metal plate, um, under the rug on the floor of his hotel room. So he unscrews it and it's actually the plate holding the light fixture in the room below him. <laughs> all he heard i know i've heard that story before but it's a great one it's like he's all he hears is this crash in the room below as the light fixture hits the floor yeah he, he called one of his roommates was like look what i found and, and he starts unscrewing this this plate and then all of a sudden you just hear this crash he just unscrewed the light fixture for the room below well i mean frankly it. that's just poor workmanship and design <laughs> well yeah. plus i mean has anybody asked the real question at this point why the fuck did he have a screwdriver 
<laughs> Drew, how they how do you manage that in the country? Yeah, well, shoddy Russian workmanship back then. <laughs> That's true. It was it was very it was interesting coin. too. Um, it's just using a coin and like. Yeah, it. probably. It was also interesting. About thirty years ago, Ken Dryden did a, a a TV series and a companion book called Home Game, and one of the chapters that it, that it was about was about, of course, the Summit series, and. And uh, this one episode, he actually he, like he flies back. He goes back to Russia, you know, and, and yeah. you know, goes back to the arena where he played and all that. But he was also he'd also booked himself in the same hotel room that he had stayed in, you know, 20 years previously. And he, he said, yeah, there were so many different things. The rooms were smaller. Like he's standing in the middle of the room. He puts his arms out. And he says the walls are so close. He said, look, I can almost touch them. And he literally and Dryden's a big man. Six, six. You know, six foot four, but he puts his arms out and he could almost touch both walls. The beds were really narrow. The pillows were like way too big. You know, the the he said the phone, which would ring at odd times and there'd be nobody there. Like, you know, yeah, it was kind of really kind of interesting that. So, yeah, but he's that, like, that's and look, I can unscrew this thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was tried. <laughs> yeah, and Canada was claiming that. um Russia was screwing with them because they took over so many cases of steaks and so many cases of soda and so many cases of beer, and some of it disappeared along the way. Well, it's not necessarily that Russia was screwing with them so much as people were taking opportunity and making off with contraband. So, but it's it's odd that, because um, I remember reading the books and reading the interviews and um, doing some interviews actually with a couple of players. and. That was one thing that they all talked about was how their steaks went missing and and um, their soda went missing and their beer went missing and you know it was this big important thing to them and and uh, I'm just like that's that's really odd that the big important thing you took away from this was that your beer went missing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was not only did uh, was was Russia like confident because they were back in russia for the second half of the series um they also have handpicked the referees um yeah. yeah so that they had the referees basically in their pocket so they thought um there's this great image of um uh was it parisi jp parise yeah zach's yeah. zach's dad yeah yeah, uh, with his stick out, like he's gonna behead the referee. Oh yeah, and it was it was a dangerous moment. They uh, they had to hustle him off the ice. They had to hustle Alan Eagleson off the ice. I mean, well yeah, well th- that that was and that was in the eighth and final game, and the tensions by that point were just at a fever pitch. I mean, because both teams um, going into the going into the, going into uh, into Russia, the whole thing was is that well, you know, that well, the Canadian players were just you know playing rough and kind of dirty physical, and the Russians were so clean and blah blah blah. Yeah, when the series switched over to Russia, the the Canadian players discovered that yeah, the Russians play dirty, like slew footing and kicking. Gary Bergman had his head had wound up having stitches in his shin because he got Boris Mihailov kicked through his shin pad during during a scrum uh, behind the Canadian net. So there was like they were like dirty little spears and things like that. They also took a lot of dives. And that, Jen, goes to your point about the refs being, you know, some of the refs being in their pockets. 
uh, because you'd see them dive. I mean, some of it was so blatant. Even the announcer, Foster Hewitt's going, that was a real dive. I mean, the guy, you know, the thing was Pete Mahovlich barely touches the guy and he goes flying like he was shot, you know, kind of. The thing that um, Russia expected to have the crowd on their side as well, because yeah. um, Canada was limited to, I think, 2,000, uh, let's see, yeah, 2,000 tickets yeah. total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were totally expecting the crowd to be on their side as well. Mm-hmm. The Canadian crowd shows up, and there's a guy with a trumpet. And <laughs> 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 I mean, they're just they're just being like crazy, and the and the Soviets are looking at them like, "What is your deal, man?" They didn't realize they were going to see some fucking yahoos from Yarmouth and Regina and fucking Lethbridge <laughs> ready to go. Yep. Fucking well, get at two four baby, getting going. Yeah. Let's get some fucking. And then the Soviets started switching like Rocky Four. Get some goddamn <laughs> Pilsner in here and let's well, go. Well, the thing was is is the the Russians because of their Soviet society at the time, right? I mean, you know, they they didn't make a lot of noise. I mean, they would whistle if they rather than boo if they were like if they didn't appreciate a play and that whistling gets so loud it's almost like a spike going into your head but the canadians there was like i think the the final total is is they managed to have about maybe up to three thousand managed to get in for game eight and they were making more noise than the other however many it was 15 16,000 uh Russians who were who were in the stands and the Eagleson story what had happened in that one where why he wound up getting hustled up when Ivan Koryev scored in the third period to tie the game um the 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 officials on the ice had called it yep it's a goal but the goal judge didn't put the light on okay for that goal Eagleson didn't see what was going on there. He just saw the goal light didn't go on. So he gets mad. He jumps up. He's going to hustle over to, to, to yell at the goal judge. He gets jumped by the security in the building, right? They're about to hustle him away. Peter Mahovlich, while he's celebrating on the ice, that tying goal, he sees Eagleson being hustled away by these security guys. He jumps over the board, swinging his stick at him. All the rest of the Canadians follow him. They grab Eagleson and bring him back over to their bench. And that's where Eagleson spent the rest of the game. Now, the story also goes that if the players knew what Eagleson was going to do to their pension plans, maybe they would have let the Russians take him away. Mm. But, you know, at the time, mm. they didn't know that. Yes, but, that's uh, why we need DeLoreans. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, just, you know... As, as I said, haven't 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 lived through it. I mean, again, I was I was nine years old, but these were my hockey heroes. You know, they it looked like the the Russians were were going to beat them, and it and it very quickly turned around to be almost like a, a you know an our society against their society sort of thing. You know, it, the whole thing it, that just the whole character of the series changed. And that pivotal eighth game, I mean, I know there were a lot of mm, schools gaming. and things like that that allowed, uh, the, you know, the, the, the teachers allowed them to watch the, the game. Well, my school, they didn't let us watch the game, but the principal, out of the kindness of his heart, would tell us what the score was, right? He'd come over there, there is a cat is now 3-3. Three, three. Canada and Russia, it's now this. Until we got to go home, they let us out to go home. It was fought. They were heading into the third period. Canada's down five to three. Um, you know, we get on the bus, get I get dropped off, and uh, the bus driver he was listening to it on the radio. He says, "Canada's made it five four. You know, so we're all yeah. So I get home, and my mother 
is not a hockey fan. Okay. okay. My mother is barely a sports fan. All right. Mm-hmm. She's got the game on. She's been paying attention, listening to the game. She's out in the kitchen doing her chores, but she's got the game on. She's listening to the game. And she tells me what the score is when I come in. So how yeah, late was this game being played in Russia? This game was being played in Russia. Like this was like at nighttime in Russia, but yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, two 30 in the afternoon here in Canada. Uh, when that was you, going yeah. on, my dad was at work. My mom was at home. You know, normally my mother would have their soap operas on at that point while she's doing that. No, she's got the frigging game on. Did you hear? <laughs> did you hear mom mutter the word "ruski fuck" at all? <laughs> <laughs> no? no, she doesn't like the f bomb. But yeah. uh, so they're commie. Like but, she um, calls them commie bastards. So anyway, so I I got to see the the whole thing with Cornwallis goal and the whole thing with Eagleson and they hustle him up, and I got to see Henderson score that goal, and that to me to this day is still the greatest hockey memory for me ever ever the the emotion that i felt at that moment is is i i still can't i can't it's indescribable have it's you ever indescribable. re-watched it pardon me have you ever re-watched it like oh, the god, entire yes. game oh god yes yeah um and but it's just just that 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 moment was just just you know, I mean, I've seen my favorite team win Stanley Cups. I saw Guy Lafleur score his most famous goal. I saw all the blah 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 blah. But Henderson's goal, because it, and the whole country felt that way, that elation when they scored. Mm-hmm. But after like all that England. was done, after all of that was done, and it was just like, yes, we won, we won the series. We knew also that everything had changed. And the, the, the big takeaway for me out of that whole series is that it changed for the better. The game got better. It took a long time. It took time to develop it. It took time. But we have Europeans regularly playing in the NHL now. We, we, the, the style of the game is completely different now. Completely different. Much more skill-based now. And And... All of that conditioning has changed. Everything, everything changed about that game, yeah, or about the game of hockey because of that series. You know, um, as for Americans, how uh, you know the uh, the Olympic beating beating the Russians in in 1980, what that was kind of like for you guys. This game eight of the Summit Series was was almost like the same thing for us. The only difference is you guys weren't expected to win that one. Well, right? I feel like there's also a difference that Canada won a eight game series, mm-hmm. where the United States won a one off game in the yeah. Olympics. Yeah, right. Like if the U.S. in 1980 plays the Russians in an eight game series, there's zero chance that we're talking about that right now. Yeah, yeah. But the truth of the matter is that we are talking about it still, and I watch it every year in February sure. because it's freaking amazing for U.S. Yes. hockey. Yes. Yes. Well, as Herb much Brooks as said it best, right? You, you, we play them a hundred times. We might beat them once. <laughs> yeah, they did. But any any given day, <laughs> whoever off. And yeah, and but look, that was a pivotal moment for hockey in the United States as well. That yeah. changed everything. And yeah, it's just you know. It, Apparently, it's... that was the first hockey game that I ever watched. <laughs> I was two. Oh. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> why, it, why it, were why wasn't anybody as horny for the 1974 Summit Series? 
Well, it was the WHA. Oh, but it was a shame too because wow. actually actually i i i got the uh, i hadn't seen that series years and years and years and when they came out on dvd about 15 years ago i bought it and i'm impressed by the level of hockey actually in it it's actually the wha guys were pretty good um you know and it gave bobby hull finally his chance to play because he wasn't allowed to play in the 72 series because he jumped to the wha and the nhl got all pissy about it and then in 76, Bobby Orr finally got his chance, his last hurrah, because he, he, you know, knee injury prevented him from playing in that series. People always wondered, well, would the outcome of that series uh, in 72 been any different if Hull and Orr had been allowed to play? And I think, no, it wouldn't have. It, it probably wouldn't have. Maybe an extra goal here and there. Well, I mean, we definitely would have known their presence because Hull was still in his prime or was his, in his prime, was the best player in the game at the time, despite his bad knee. I don't know. May, maybe that game in Winnipeg doesn't end up in a tie. I don't know. But I I don't think it would have really changed the outcome that much. I, I really think that just, the, again, the overconfidence we felt during those first four games, you know, leading in the first four games in Canada, and then just that desperation in the final four and the overconfidence been by that point that the Russians had felt, I, I don't think one or two different players would have, would have made a difference in, in the drama either way. But I also, so I feel like that will never happen again. Yeah. Like these types of events will never, mm -hmm. ever happen again because yeah. you have video <laughs> on everybody all of the teams play decently close to the same style of hockey yep. now. Yeah. Um, there's no like, holy crap, we didn't know these guys were as good as they are mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like, and I mean, even though we kind of have the cultural thing still going on, um, we don't really have that like <laughs> the Soviet Union versus the world thing. You know, so I feel like those events, like the Miracle on Ice and the Summit Series, like they're just never going to be recreated. Like, oh, no. and that's what kind of it makes them so special. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, and you also, and you can also look at like Canada Cup '87. That you know, when when it was Canada and the Soviets in in the final, the best of three, and each game went six, you know, ended six to five. You know. Um, it was really because of, of the time period, because it was the Cold War. And, of course, we there was just those huge divides between societies. And as you said, nobody really knew each other. And we were only even in even in the 80s, we were still learning the Russian game and they were still learning ours, you know, and adapting and and and, and so on. And you're absolutely right, Johnny. Now that that's over and, you know, it it's belongs to a different a completely different time and 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 era it's it's hard to explain you know really just how emotional we all felt 50 years ago about this whole thing it, it you know but like i you know to me it, it's still you know i mean i realize you know i look at the hockey now and you know or compared to the style of game then when i watch the videos of the game back then it's like yeah wow it was pretty slow i mean yeah the the quality of the play wasn't that but there was still some standout stuff there but you were also allowed to like kill a guy legally and they were like <laughs> all right all right fine he's yeah. dead two minutes get in the box <laughs> yeah don't ever yeah, fuck do that they again. let a lot get away but but it was just still i mean 
I, I, you know, it is. It, it's just to me, it's still, even though I know that the quality of hockey doesn't measure up to what you would see nowadays, to me, that's still something I still put on and watch and enjoy. It just brings all those memories flooding back to me. I mean, I could spend the next three hours talking about it, but we only have, you know, a few minutes. At least 15 to 20 more minutes. Yeah, at least 15. <laughs> all we have steam for, honestly. What 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 are your uh, what are your takeaways on the whole thing, Jen? I mean, you you yeah. studied it. I mean, what's 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 your takeaway on the whole thing? Um, I think people would be surprised at how deliberately designed it was to be a diplomatic event. Mm. Um, there is a ton of uh, papers in the national Canadian National Archives, mm-hmm. um, negotiating how many games and you know like this <laughs> that. I, I have to laugh at that because like only I, I assume politicians had their hand in that only politicians would assume that the, at the end of a pro sports competition when emotions run run high that they're just gonna laugh and chum it up and shake hands at the end <laughs> and not want to kill each other yeah. like oh yeah this was He's a diplomatic thing we're gonna shake hands at the end of all of this and that's all hunky-dory because of this hockey series we have stopped the cold war yes global yeah. warming world <laughs> hunger you name it we fixed it all <laughs> in eight oh, yeah. games it was um it was a way for canada to showcase their 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 sport with their their national identity in essence um <laughs> Because <laughs> and instead, again, it exposed our, our national <laughs> inferiority complex that we had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we take your game and we crush you with it. <laughs> there were contingencies people didn't expect. Like um a man went to court in Montreal and got an injunction and seized all of the Soviet equipment because uh like a decade earlier. In the Soviet Union, this the um, the army had like ruined this guy's farm, so he was looking for compensation. Oh, wow! So yeah, nice. the Soviet <laughs> got seized, um, and you know, they were <laughs> waiting for your moment. Yeah, yeah, that's the long story right there. You think <laughs> right. AEW sells long stories? <laughs> well, the Summit Series did it first. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just a lot of um, Team Canada went to Sweden for a game in the middle of of the series. Um, Wayne Cashman got his tongue split open. Yeah, uh, on purpose. Uh-huh. Yeah, he got <laughs> yeah. a stick to the it's mouth. Pretty metal. Like, pretty yeah, <laughs> right? stick to the mouth. Yeah, yeah. it's playing. easier to put the yeah. speed in. <laughs> yeah, but he kept playing. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, the the whole pur- and the whole purpose of that Swedish uh, that Swedish game was just so the Canadians could could have a game and get used to the bigger ice because they weren't used to playing mm, on that larger smart. ice. And that's when they also got introduced to to the the kind of nasty, sneaky chippiness of European hockey as well back then. Jerks. Oh yeah, they didn't fight the whole thing. Oh, the Canadians. Oh, they they fight, fight. They want to fight. It's like the the Canadians were speared, butt ended kicked slew footed uh-huh. i mean all these sneaky little tactics and the refs didn't see a thing and as they said wayne cashman uh-huh. took a stick in the, in the mouth sliced his tongue open and, and as you said jen he kept playing yeah there, there was no call on it um, yeah, bye. yeah. Uh-huh. i always figured if that would have gone to a game nine that they would have had to play in like switzerland yes oh, wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. it's yeah. neutral 
Yes. Yeah. But they um, they played two games in in Sweden as part of their like goodwill tour. Um, although, like you said, it was just cover for getting used to the getting used to the bigger ice. Um, but after the series, and no one remembers this, is after the series, they played a game in uh, a goodwill game in uh, Czechoslovakia. Yeah, I, I remembered that. Yeah, and it was the first time Stan Mikita had seen his mother um, since age seven. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and if memory serves, the the the, the Canadians got a warm welcome from the from the you know the then Czechoslovakian people because that country had a mm. first of all a natural rivalry against Russia in hockey. Plus there was also that whole 1968 invasion thing that they were kind of pissed about too. Wow. So yeah. the Canadians kind of got a very warm welcome, and that that game actually turned out to be a friendly. You know, so I mean? <laughs> technically the politicians were right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just like everyone seems to forget that the U.S. did not beat Russia for the gold medal no. in that yeah. game. It was, like, yeah, there it was, was another game after that. Another Finland. game against it was Finland, right? That yep. they were playing. Yes. Yeah, Finland. Yeah, and that's when the that's when the the speech that didn't make miracle was said. That uh, basically between the second and third period, Herb Brooks came in and said, "If you don't win this fucking game, you're going to take it to your grave." <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, a funny funny fact on that one, too. Mike Ruzioni stood up and said, guys, we got to go out there and finish them. And uh, they, uh, them up, they got the win. Untold uh, story right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one didn't make the Disney movie for some reason. Oddly enough, because you would have thought that was Strange. a pun. And you, you hear you hear a <laughs> at the end and the way <laughs> So... <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> what comes in? Bob's loading. Um. Anyway, folks. those were always the best. Yeah, Bob's loading. Goofy. No one remembers that this series was actually supposed to be called the Friendship Series. <laughs> that that I did not know. Mm. That I did not know. Why was it called the Summit Series? Summit beer. Uh, Sponsorships in 1967 <laughs> or whatever. Oh no, because yeah. it's like a well, it's like you, how you have back then they would have you know, in seventy around seventy around seventy two. Like this is when Richard Nixon, the American president, went to to Moscow for the first time. When he <laughs> went to uh, when he Before went to China water. for the first time, and they were called summits. You know, right. he's having a, you know this summit meeting mm. with Mao Zedong, this summit meeting with Leonid Brezhnev. Mm. So it was just picking up on that theme was what mm. that was. Gotcha. Yeah. It, Friendship series sounds terrible. I'm actually glad. Oh my god, that, that would have uh, been such a farce if it had we been hate Friendship these series. fucking guys. Series didn't <laughs> exactly. really go over. Yeah. Well. well, I well to show how intense that it got. I mean, Phil Esposito to this day said I would have killed to win. He said if if I had to See? kill somebody out there on the ice to Give win, he said I would have. He said I would have. The he just like it was all legal back then. Yeah. It's also Italian, so he would have killed yeah. anybody for like a point. <laughs> I mean, there was oh. another one that there was. I can't remember who it was, but he said, you know, he, he remembered like the, the the Disney cartoon from many years ago, where he said, where the you see the mild mannered guy gets into his car and then he turns into this raging maniac. He said, well, that was me. He said, I'm not normally like that. He said, I was. A, he said, I was just a maniac during that series. Like it really drove a lot of like Rod Gilbert was one of the cleanest players in NHL history. One of the best players in Rangers Matthew history. Mark. Cleanest. He get he in game eight, he dropped the gloves and he's throwing punches against a Russian guy. 
who's throwing punches back. Like neither of the two players, neither of the two combatants, like years later, they when they met years later, they laughed about it because neither of them ever got into fights in their lives. And yet here they were dropping gloves and, and, and throwing punches. That's how intense that series got, how it, it really affected a, a lot of people, including the players. Mm. Yeah, on on both sides. Players who quit the series. Yeah, yeah, you had guys. Well, yeah, a lot of that was part of that problem was was Canada came in with a 35 man roster. But mm. the whole idea was, you know, every you know, we'll we'll cycle the guys through, everybody will get in at least a couple of games, you know. And the problem was is that very quickly they realized that this this wasn't going to work. And so you had guys like like Vic Hadfield, uh, um uh Gilbert Perot uh, Rick Martin, I believe uh, Marcel Dion was another one, I think Dale Talon. There were, there was like a handful of these guys who, but by the time they got to, you know, they knew they weren't going to be playing anymore. And they were just like, you know, look, I I'm wasting my time here. Right. Like I may as well go back to my training camp is open. You know, I may as well go back to my team and, you know, like Alan Eagleson was going to like he was just going to lose it on these guys. But it was like Harry Sinden, you know, talked with the players and they all agreed. No, no, no hard feelings. If they want to go, you know, let them go. And yeah, they went back to their teams and, and that was that. But it, it also helped alleviate this whole problem of having, you know, too many players. And what do you do with them? Yeah, you really. You really don't want to have a bunch of guys sitting there pouting mm-hmm. and, and being upset and, you know, about not playing kind of right. bringing the mood down they Although have their... if you have two to one in a in a if a like full-on team fight breaks out like right. it works in yeah. your advantage yeah. yeah i mean if i was them i would have taken a few steaks and beers with me for the road yeah maybe that's what well, happened, some of those steaks. so i was thinking <laughs> earlier right like this had to have been the first time that any beer was imported into russia and people were like Fuck it, let Molson Canadian. I could sell this for lots of money. <laughs> well, I mean, how much beer do they have in Russia, really? Back then, it's it's all potato vodka. Back beer's probably a a nice change of pace for them. Might be a delicacy. Mm. We never know. I wasn't alive. Well, Neither was I. Yeah. I was. Maybe but that's I didn't why drink people were still stuff. <laughs> well, you were nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have drank. Let's be honest. Yeah, you never know. Well. <laughs> not that we can say on the air no yeah now occasionally my dad would let me have a drink of his beer so mm-hmm. yeah that's what well, it did back as well. in the day hmm. it was wine though yeah. Yeah. apparently yeah. by and the 1970s receipts from alcohol again constituted a third of government revenues in russia oh. well there you how go about that? there you go how about yeah but that? their beer was all made from potatoes so there you go not the ones they stole from Canada. <laughs> no. uh, they were like, what is this, wheat? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Beer was considered a soft drink in Russia until 2011. <laughs> wow. I will give them that. Yeah, I, will, I will give them that. They're, they're pretty heavy. There's a, there is actually a, a, a clip on YouTube where Wayne Gretzky, I think it was around... Maybe Jen, you can remember, like it was eighty or eighty-one or something like that. He went to he went to Russia, uh, visited uh, Trechak, and um, there's a clip of them, and they're they're sitting around the table and they're they're eating. Of course, it's customary in Russia to toast with vodka, and you can watch Kretsky slowly get sloshed on this strong vodka that he's having to slam back. That's great. 
Gotta oh love my it. God. So on that. Uh, oh, this, this, fun. this is good. Enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah. I and, appreciate uh, this. Has this ever come out like on a DVD like box set? I think it has. Oh God, yeah. They've. They, I have two different box sets of uh, the the the, the seventy two. Where like the Street. actual games though, like just not, hang on, uh, just, just not the like not a documentary about it or like it's people an actual talking box. about it or anything. What's that, Jen? It's an actual box set. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. No, I had to get my hands on it for my research. So like that's pretty awesome. Like to to be able to get that. Um, okay. Funny to be able to mention. get the original footage and put it out in a in a set like that is really cool. Yeah. This is uh yeah this now they're going to be coming out with another box set. I don't know how else they're going to milk more of this and what they did with this one. This one was from the the fortieth anniversary one. I've got the thirtieth anniversary run around here somewhere. So seventy two complete. This one has it includes uh, yes additional features, uh, different games, including the Czech and uh, the two Swedish games that Jen talked about <laughs> are on this. Um, also, also as an aside, the seventy four uh, WHA series with against the Soviets complete in seventy four. Where you can watch uh, Gordy Howe uh, stick a guy in the nads. <laughs> Uh, the 84 Canada Cup. Oh, geez. Well, I was busting out all the big guns. Uh, the 76 Canada Cup. Oh, God. Oh. The, yeah, so Bobby Clark won. There was I other. could watch these and be drunk for a week. And uh, Blade Wars, the 87 Canada Cup series. Gotcha. So, mm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of watch the shit. <laughs> you know? uh, but it's great stuff, though. It really is. That's oh, cool. Much... All right. Well, yeah, here we go. Wow, thank you. Wow, well, thank you. Thanks, guys. It was good seeing you again, Jen, and and to to hear your you know your, your uh, side of it from having studied it as well. You know, the, I wasn't aware of the dipl some of the diplomatic stuff. <laughs> the friendship series. Oh God, that would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When 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 yeah yeah um, the ca- the Care Bears come out during intermission. <laughs> Are they real bears though? Yes, yes. In Russia, bears. yes. Russia, they're yeah, also bears. They're yeah. also bears. <laughs> That's the only way Sean like Sean he likes it if it's real bears. That's Ooh. true. Thank you. <laughs> As we all say. Yeah. Anywho. Well, thanks, buddy. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks, guys. It's good to be back. And hey, we're only a couple of weeks away from training camp starting. Huzzah. I have hockey this weekend, Lyle. Well, yeah, Mark Johnny's got hockey already this weekend. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You got the you got the you got, got the two gears Friday and Saturday. Cool. Looking forward to the photos, my friend. Thanks. You do some, you, 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 uh, yeah. Huh? Please keep putting the photos up because I just love scrolling through them. Man. You get some great shots in there, you know, like it, some of the, some of the, with the saves and some of those saves and goals when you just capture and where the puck. Oh man. Well, yeah. I also take like 800 pictures a game. It helps. Yes. <laughs> as the pros do. <laughs> no, seriously. It's great work, man. Great Thanks. work. I always look forward it's to it. It's gotten better. Well. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it has. Well, you know, it's good that you got a team there that you can, you know, you can get out and cover regularly. Yeah. 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 Right down the road, right down yep. court field. No. Yep. All right. All right, guys. All right. And Jen, we'll see you all. Take care. See ya. Bye. See ya, Lyle. See you, Lyle. Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net at SpectresHockey. That was cool. They got a Pro Beach Hockey snapback hat for 149 bucks on eBay. I don't want to Holy snap this guy's hell. neck. It fucked. Anyway, I'll, I'll give you 50. I'll give you $42. <laughs>
Anyway, um, Johnny, shout outs. Oh, um, I have a shout out to hockey season starting. Um, I appreciate having something to do. Um, in a way where I can be like, hi, um, no, uh, so yeah, I understand that you live in California, but we're going to stop talking right now because I'm going to be in a hockey rink in half an hour. All right. See you. Bye. Um, hey, thanks, that, bye. that's a lot of fun. Um, I will, uh, give a shout out to the car being fixed. That should be great. And, uh. Yeah. All right. The Annapolis uh, Blues FC are are putting out a lot more gear, and I kind of want like more things, like a vest and you know a hat or something. But you know, I'm gonna hold off. Maybe next year. Sure. Maybe next year. Smart. Um, Mark. Um, shout out to I guess. Hudson starting his fall soccer season this weekend. So you got your, your, your hockey season. Uh, we got Hudson soccer season. Uh, I am tired. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm freaking tired, man. Imagine that. Um, and I don't know. I guess I don't really have much else to shout out. So we'll leave it at that. All right, buddy. Uh, Jen, you were here for a short time. Yes. You got anything to shout out? Uh, naps. All right. Naps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Those smart. are great. Shout like out. This. Good shout out. All right. Cool. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it at a quick moment's notice. Yeah. Uh, luckily, you weren't doing anything. <laughs> except, except for maybe a nap. I don't know. <laughs> I like to shout out uh, uh, Jen's apartment because it's got central air and it's great. Mm, and uh, hot water yeah, yeah and hot water <laughs> i got hot water again but still um a disc to spending all that money on cards not because you know it wasn't cool because i got the serotonin boost but because it's a lot of money a lot of money you're making it back though on the yeah, am i'm taking it back by single cards baby chipping away let's go uh, shout out single card selling and somebody buying a card for 113 dollars bless your heart love you uh nah distant cooper being a jerk but lovable one so that's it that's all that's all i got so for johnny p mark with a c jenny chill history girl and scotty was take care of yourself and someone else has been face off hockey show on the face off hockey show media faction part of podcast monsters dad cam <laughs> All the social media is at FOHS Radio and Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show if you want to give us some money. We would appreciate it. Uh, Until then, until we talk to you next week, um, you guys be good. Peace.